Welcome back to the Hank go. Strange Situation. Lifestyles. Make sure you subscribe, thumbs up, ring the bell so you can be notified. All right, so listen, we're live. This is going to be a live with Mac. Um, I think he's. Hi, he's, I'm Mac. Yeah, you. Uh, junior, I'm junior. I'm streaming to my channel. Junior. Uh, no shit. What's the name of his channel? Military Arms Channel. That's me. Yeah. No, uh, cur no cursing. No cursing allowed. I, there's no cursing allowed. I yes, went back in time. Yourself. I got a little younger, <laughs> but I got the same beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What Mac looked like 50 years ago. So, <laughs> how, old, how old do you think he is? <laughs> uh, Mac is Mac. I think Mac is at 50 already. I don't know. We'll yeah. ask him when he comes on. He's going to be running a little late. He's at the range. He's finishing up some uh, stuff that I'm sure he'll talk to you guys about once he gets here. So Babyface and myself will be doing it. And then I'm sure when Mac. Should be like 30 minutes and then Mac's jumping in. And yeah. I'm, I'm bowing out when he bows in. Right. So we want to shout out Harry's Holsters. I see him out there. He's sponsoring the show tonight. Shout out to Harry's Holsters. I think mine's downstairs. I don't have it Hold on me. a second. What? He will be on tomorrow night. Oh, Harry's Holsters is coming on tomorrow night, Lola saying. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we'll see him tomorrow night. Uh, I want to thank everyone. Last night was a fiasco. It was something up with the servers, right? So, yeah. So for anybody that's watching that tried to watch last night, uh, YouTube's live streaming service basically just went kaput for a couple hours so mm -hmm. wasn't on hank's end wasn't on our end youtube just doesn't didn't work there was no streaming yeah so. yeah it happens um i i'm guessing they're changing a whole bunch of things in the back background um i know. yeah i have a feeling that either either they're making changes or they got ddos or something yeah because companies no longer talk about when they have a denial of service attack they don't want to like feed the trolls so they just go oh we're having a server issue so it's one of the two yeah yeah so for everyone joining us um on the audio and all that kind of stuff including people joining us live here it's episode 397 of the who moved my freedom podcast uh we can do jazz hands you know if it, if it makes oh, everyone happy uh, yeah. hopefully you guys have your uh big girl panties on it's raining it's pouring rain here let me see if i can put Gainesville. the camera Hold on, let me see what my camera it's like um and it's check. let's see okay can you guys see uh it's see the, the rain the now you got too much glare yeah too much glare on it but it is storming it is yeah. absolutely pouring yeah it's raining real hard mm. out there so this is episode 397 uh live with mac uh does the second amendment cover suppressors that's the subject i'm sure mac will have uh uh Lots of things to say about this. Yeah. Wait, what, are, what was the topic tonight? Does um, the Second, Second Amendment suppressors? Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that and some other things. Um, probably some things we wanted to talk about last night. For example, um, we were going to talk about last night. There's some companies out there that actually had a Hillary plan for these uh, oh. past presidential elections. And who, one of them went. Who was bankrupt. that? Um, oh crap, where is, what did I do with that, uh... We gotta go see what the name of the show last night was gonna be. Yeah, um, I forgot the name of the company now. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up. You guys and, uh, hear the thunder behind me? Yeah. It is pouring. If, if you go on the Firearm blog, you'll see it. It's, um, I keep forgetting the name of the company. I'm looking at just, I'm going to go find the video for bankruptcy. Uh, let me throw this up there. Disciple gave us five bucks. He says for Lola to keep Hank away from the computer tonight. And let's see. For, for Disciple giving us five bucks, I'm going to throw on something very special. Let's see if it works. Kaboom! Tell. Yeah, you can't see. You'd have to go. This is, this is specially for Disciple. 
This is called Frank Strange. Frank, Frank Strange or Frankenstrange, however you want to put it. You can't see this babyface pee, but it has just changed my face into Frankenstein and this thunder and lightning and everything on in the background. You can't there, see there. it. It's Lighting. awesome. Yes. The people out there can tell us how awesome it is. Babyface <clears throat> will have to catch up to it. Um, <laughs> and then we got a thumbs down. I don't know. Someone, we got like six thumbs down. So thank yes, you. Yes, people are hating on us. <laughs> Uh, There's um, no Mac. I don't like this. Yeah, Mac is he's he's coming in. He's just running late. He's just running late. We're not uh, clickbaiting you guys. So so what we're gonna do is we're not gonna do every Wednesday. We're gonna try to do the Wednesdays when Mac can make it. Um, I was talking to him. I think he's wrapping up probably some awesome video that you guys will enjoy seeing. So. Um, I just know he sent me a picture of lots of uh, AR magazines loaded with ammo. And I was like, just use your fully auto, fully, fully semi-auto trigger on that thing and burn through that ammo, you know. But anyway, he's got to do that and then clean up the range and all that stuff and then get into the shop. So we'll see him here as soon as uh, he can do that. I'm trying um, to find those companies that were going under yesterday. Because I can't find... You can't find it on the on the thing? Uh, it's on okay, the Truth About on. Guns? Yeah, it's on Truth About Guns. Let me see. I'll pull it up. I'll pull up the... I have, I have it. I have an article for that on my phone. Let me just pull it up. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, it's United Sporting Companies. I say United Sporting Company. Yeah, so let's see. I'll pull it up here on the phone for, for everyone. So after betting big on guns in 2016, United Sporting Companies files for Chapter 11. And it goes on, um, United Sporting Company is a large firearms distributor whose roots date to the Great Depression, filed for bankruptcy protection on Monday, and said it plans to liquidate, hurt by failing sales after President Donald Trump was elected, and as Dick Sporting Goods, Inc. began to move away from firearms. United oh, owns, these things, this is, uh, sorry, go fin finish that thought. Sorry. Yeah, United Ellet owns longtime distributor Ellett Brothers, which is embroiled in a lawsuit over allegations. Uh, that the parent company drained it of cash. United also bought some of the remaining assets of bankrupt distributor AccuSports mm -hmm. a year ago. Um, in addition, sure. United reported made a big bet based on the outcome of the 2016 election, according to Bloomberg. So it, the article here goes on. Go ahead, Babyface. Sorry about I, that. Um, <clears throat> I bought some stuff from them back when I was working for the gun store. Okay. Because they, um, they went out of business. And I guess I could talk about some of that now because it doesn't matter. Um, like an LCAN that I sold. I, by the way, I just sold my LCAM for anybody curious. Um, they were closing out. AccuSport was closing out, and they had them marked down to like a thousand bucks a piece. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no, that doesn't surprise me. Ellett Brothers, I thought, was still doing all right. I didn't realize they were closing their doors as well. Yeah. So if you look at if you well, look at their, chapter, if you go to the website, you'll see the different companies. But Ellett Brothers, AccuSport. Chapter Eleven is just restructuring. It's not that they're closing their doors, right? That's how that works, I think. But I'm, from what it says there just now, it looks like they're going to liquidate. I mean, I don't know how that's actually going to wind up uh, playing out, but hmm. we'll see. We'll see what's going on with that. Um, as I said, we'll talk about that. I think, look, lots of companies had this crazy Hillary plan before the election, and they went out there mm -hmm. and bought a ton of AR-15s thinking, oh, these AR-15s we bought for 150 bucks." We'll sell these for a thousand, two thousand dollars as soon as Hillary yeah. becomes elected. Yeah, and absolutely. yeah, it could look, it could have paid off because apparently it seems to me, this is my theory, 
the gun folks out there, not you, not the folks out there that are watching this now, but lots of gun people out there, don't get activated unless it's someone in the White House that scares the crap out of them. It's such a shame. It really is such a shame that we can't continue pushing when we have all of the House, the Senate, and the presidency. Mm-hmm. It's so ridiculous that then then our politicians that we yeah. put in there said, oh, no, no, well, you got to wait till the midterms. And then, oh, we lost everything, so yeah. never mind. They had everything they needed. They had everything they needed to, uh, you know— you know, that they needed to to take suppressors off the NFA, all that kind of stuff. That's part of what mm-hmm. we're going to talk about here. Um, I got a bunch of suppressors here with me right now. I got like four of my suppressors. It's not all the suppressors. You know what? With these in my hand, I could actually tell what's light and what's not right now. But I got I a got bunch look. of, uh, let me see. I think I got two nine millimeter suppressors. One's a Liberty. The other one's from PTP. Um, you and I both have one of these. This is the Doomsday. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's this still at the house. Yeah. At your at your place at at my SOT. My SOT is yeah. holding on to that for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and maybe maybe if it, if luck is if luck is not in our favor, may, maybe Hank is gonna just inherit those when I can't actually take possession of them. Yeah. If you don't get that money together. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm gonna start burning down those suppressors for you. This is uh one of my I think this is actually my first Ooh, suppressor right that here. That thing has seen some use. Yeah, you got sure a nice fire, star on sure your arm fire. from it. Yeah, yeah. He's a, they've got a nice burn. Oh yeah, <laughs> from I do. That thing. I do. So Surefire, um, this is SoCal Mini right here. Actually, pretty good. Thirty cal suppressor. I mm-hmm. like it. You know, um, it has to. One of the things is this needs those. Uh, you need the muzzle devices. So either flash sure. hider or muzzle brake or something yep. to use these. But it's pretty cool. You, I think you were shooting this the other day. Mm-hmm. It, we've so. shot it. The last couple times I've used it, I think I used it on. Man, there's a video of us shooting the uh, Caltech RDB, and that was on it. I think mm-hmm. we we shot the RDB with that on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, this is the thing. So this is the thing. Even when you were using it, now this is the thing about suppressors, and I'm sure Mac is going to get into this when he gets here. Oh, by the way, before I forget, Harry's Holsters used the code Hank Strange, right, Lola? Hank Strange, that gets you 10% off at Harry's Holsters. The baby face P and I both use. Hold on, let me see. I'm gonna go pants on the ground for a second. Come in. There's my Harry's holster. I got mine on me. Baby face P, you got one somewhere. It's downstairs. It's yeah. on the, the What table. are you doing? You're supposed to be are you you're supposed to be carrying it all time. I got, listen, carry listen, I, got, I got defense up here. We're fine. Oh well, okay, then that's fine. Yeah. You do and home carry though, right? At home, yeah, yeah, most of the time. Okay. Well, All if right. I'm sitting at my desk, I have one on my desk, I have one on the wall, I don't need it on my belt. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> I usually okay. take it off and put it on the desk. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, make sure you guys check out Harry's holsters. Here's what I was going to say about suppressors. It's not just for your hearing when you're shooting. Um, and I don't think, especially like even like these cans, no matter how good they are, you're going to need air protection. Mm-hmm. Like a the little tw- short a tw- ones are are still really loud, like that yeah. that K one that you have. Yeah. Now, like a twenty. Okay, this nine millimeter is not bad. This is a nice long uh, nine millimeter from PTP. But I mean, it's you're still going to hear something. And I would suggest if you're doing a lot of shooting, wear air protection. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, unless you're shooting like twenty twos and it's already subsonic. But here's mm-hmm. the thing: it's really <clears throat> nice for your neighbors. It's That's really- the big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, baby. Harry's holster says Babyface has a krill on the wall. 
Has a crank, maybe? Crank, crank. You probably meant crank. Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing. When I was in the house and you guys were shooting, I could tell when you went suppressed. Very nice. I don't think I could hear it. When you were mm. shooting unsuppressed, mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh. Big difference. <laughs> yeah, and Lolo was like, oh, I could hear the shooting from the range. It's louder without all the... Remember we had all those trees uh, behind, behind the berms? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I think that's the good thing right there, right? Everyone should have suppressors. It should be a lot easier than it is. But obviously now we're facing things. So like in the Supreme Court, that's one of the things I was going to talk about. Uh, did you see that thing? The Supreme... They're not well, going to take up the suppressors. Yeah, everyone saw clause. that, yeah. Yeah, they don't want to... Uh, they don't want to take it up. I don't necessarily blame them. I mean, they are, there's only so much room on a, the docket for them. So I, mm -hmm. I... And I sort of understand. Yeah, they don't, they don't take up everything that comes up. So that's mm -hmm. one right yeah. there. Um, I... I hope that because they are taking up a 2A case coming soon, pretty soon. They are uh, which one? Um, <clears throat> Do you know, is it the New York thing? I think it was the New, New York, York versus thing. somebody. Okay. Yeah. I hope that that would expand some of our rights because mm. Heller versus DC, they he went they went just shy of giving us what we needed. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that that will expand some of the rights and then. By passive just coincidence, these should fall into that as well because they are considered a firearm. Mm -hmm. This is in my hand is considered a firearm because it's a serialized firearm. It's stupid, mm -hmm. but it, they should be covered in the same as the Second Amendment. Yeah, if, we, if yeah, if they're not, see, this is this is the thing that we really want to debate here because even I myself was like, okay, where where is this on this on the spectrum? You know, because if you've got to, if you not only have to have a background check, but you have to do a whole bunch of paperwork, pay a tax stamp, you know, and go through extra hoops to get it, then what the heck is this thing? Mm hmm. You know, what is it? Yeah. Uh, I like, yeah. Uh, anybody <laughs> that's anybody that's currently out against suppressors right now is just political grandstanding because it does it. It is the one of the hardest items in the country to obtain. Yeah. Only thing harder than this is like explosive devices. So yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. None of none of them going after suppressors doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, me too on tube says don't make excuses for the Supreme Court. Um, there's a bunch of things that happen. I'm not trying to make excuses for them, but they just don't look at everything. No. Yeah, they don't. They don't take no up everything. And and then obviously, if you read the reports, the Trump administration did ask them also not to take it up. So. You know, that's probably signaling something there. See, my, my problem, I think my problem would be if the Trump administration tells them, yeah, don't worry about taking it up, and then they go, administration goes and says, oh, we're going to get rid of these. We're going to ban all these. Um, I think that I would have a massive issue with because then you, the, the president, who is supposed to be one-third of power, is then deciding everything. By executive order. Yeah. By executive order where the other two thirds aren't doing anything. And that would be a massive issue. Yeah. And when Elizabeth oh. Warren beces president and then she'll – yeah, she's going to executive order the crap out of uh, her or whoever else becomes president. I heard Bernie's running behind. Uh, such a, they're all such a joke. Yeah, on this thing. Uh, John Blaze says Trump is a FUD. I would agree. I don't even think yeah. – I don't even think – there's a lot of screaming going on out there. What? Yeah. Lola? Yeah. Okay, just making sure you're in here. 
I can hear a whole bunch of screaming outside this. You know, my barbershop is downstairs, but then next to that is like a, a hair salon. God. And those ladies get kind of rowdy. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. No, I, I think, I totally think he's a FUD. I don't yeah. think he's interested in the Second Amendment at all. He pandered to us and, and it worked. And now. Do you really he think he's care. on FUD le- Like, I don't think he's on FUD level. I don't think he's even on FUD. Yeah, I think he's a FUD, less. Because a FUD, FUD is someone who has guns. Yeah, and but, and those, but, oh, those shot, I mean, shotguns. That's yeah. all I need. No, I don't think he's. I personally don't think he's even on fud level. Yeah, he's I don't not think a he's. Gun. Yeah, yeah. I think he's way below fud level in terms of his awareness um, of guns, Second Amendment, or anything like that. So, um, let's see what Harry's holsters has to say right here. He says you can't always. Oh, you can't always. I guess count on the SCOTUS abiding the Constitution. Sometimes. You don't want cases to go before them. Uh, that's. Yeah. If you're I trying mean, to be strategic, but I don't think the Trump administration is trying to be strategic by telling them not to take up this case, because I think they do want to do things about suppressors. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard with them doing that. Yeah. SCOTUS has done things in the past that are completely unconstitutional. If you look at um, what's the abortion one that they did. If you actually read through case law, and most mm-hmm. people haven't, if you read through the case law, it is the the claims that they made in that case have nothing to do with constitutionality. It's it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not leaning like I don't want to say that I lean one way or the other on that issue, but no, they they have done unconstitutional things before, so yeah, it's not always a good thing for them to to take up your case. No, hopefully, no. hopefully this New York one ends in our favor because twice now it hasn't uh twice now it has ended up against the person on both lower courts i believe Mm -hmm. so i'm hoping the supreme court will do what needs to be done but there's no guarantee there's there's no way to tell with the supreme court too that's the thing so um you know and i think we have do we have one more uh conservative judge on there supposedly allegedly I'm, I'm really hoping we get a, another conservative judge on there soon. Um, yeah, but I don't even think we can count on that, to be honest with you. But Ginsburg, you, you don't Ginsburg you don't want liberal gonna, judges on there because you're gonna you're gonna see the stuff flip really quick. Ginsburg is gonna hold on as long as she can before she's gone. Yeah, uh, she might hold on forever, man. You never know. Make a deal with the devil, yo. She's gonna. What's that movie? Weekend at Bernie's. That's what they're gonna end up doing with yeah. her. Yeah. Tying strings around her and oh. she's apparently a superhero. She's the uh, she's the reincarnation of uh, Captain Marvel, I guess. Yeah. God, did you see the thing? <laughs> have, have we talked about the the Captain Marvel thing that came out a couple weeks ago? No, with her being a villain. Did you no, see that? I haven't the, seen I haven't seen Endgame yet, so don't. don't no, I haven't that. either. I haven't I haven't seen either of the movies, but there was a scene, a deleted mm-hmm. scene from Captain Marvel, where some guy goes up to her when she first lands on on earth or something some guy goes up to her and uh is like why don't you smile more or some shit like that and she like she oh goes no, to, like, no, no. that's in the captain it's, marvel movie yeah i thought that was a deleted scene i didn't think it was actually in the movie no they got the scene with the guy is in the movie but they, she like steals they, his motorcycle yeah they they cut it down but basically that was a sjw scene to show you the toxic oh masculinity of dudes but, Makes her a total supervillain. That's yeah. something a, a supervillain does, not a superhero. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. They had to throw. They had to throw that in there. They had to throw that in there. 
I have never, I have never walked up to any woman in my life and said, "You need to smile more." I think people so, need to I, smile less. It's my personal. <laughs> I've walked up to people and said, "Can you fuck out of get, get out of here?" <laughs> hey, I don't no like cursing, you. no cursing, babyface. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna put a swear jar here for you if you don't, if you don't behave Max, yourself. I can curse. <laughs> huh? Max not on yet. Well, okay, we want him to actually. If he's watching now, if he's listening on the way in, you know, he's gonna have some some. Uh, some words for you. Uh, says Bean uh, passed assisted suicide law today. Who passed the assisted suicide? Who passed it? Maine, the state, the state of Maine. Oh, Maine. Okay. Um, so let me go. Let me see. While we're waiting here, let's go to. Um, okay, Florida's doing some stuff. The constitutional garbage that they're pushing for. Yeah. Uh, let's see if I can pull this What's up. Something that I saw here. New Florida law will stop Bloomberg Finance gun control. Yeah, petition that's drives. what I was going to talk about here. Let me pull that yeah. up on the screen. Wait, hold on. Wrong screen. Yeah. Now that we've gotten DeSantis in office, he's been doing shit, and I haven't heard too many complaints about him, even from the left. Yeah. Like, no. he, he's making moves in, in what I would say is the right direction for a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, I agree with you on that. I think DeSantis so far, I don't want to, I'm not trying to give him a, a report, but he, I think he is doing uh, some positive things at this point. He's not up for re-election. Re we don't know what he wants to do. But um, so it says here, uh, let me read this for you guys. Uh, Michael Bloomberg is worth an estimated $56 billion. He's used a relatively small part of that stack of cash, tens of millions of dollars, to push con uh, gun control efforts in a variety of states around the country. Besides funding the campaigns of selected anti-gun or quote-unquote gun sense politicians, he's also funded efforts, efforts to get gun control initiative questions on ballots in Colorado, Washington, and other states. Florida, however, has now taken steps to keep out-of-state uh, financiers from bussing in paid signature collectors to further their own pet political goals. Earlier this week, Governor Ron DeSantis signed HB5 into law. So and then the first thing you always think when I hear about like any HB anything being signed into law is like what else is tagged on to it. Yeah. So I'm not 100 percent sure. I did try to look through it to see if there was anything uh, terrible tagged on to it. But it looks like it's um, it's all uh, at election. It's all focused on elections and stuff like that, uh, unless I'm mistaken. Um, so I'm gonna, I pull up the text from five eight. This is the most recent text. Yeah. <clears throat> so I mean, it, 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 oh, it's, it's actually not that big of a bill. It's eighteen pages. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's terrible. So, um, so what is it? it what's it trying to prevent from so, outsiders coming and interfering? Yeah, because you could pay. They, I guess, you could pay before to have people go out and collect signatures and then get stuff, um, you know, put forward in in uh, the state, you know, in the state houses. So that's look, that's what happened last year when we got all this gun control here in Florida. You know, there was a lot of money. They were bussing around kids, scaring the crap out of the Republicans that we have here. And then they were just giving up on the Second Amendment left, right and center. Um, so I think this is probably a step in, a re in the right direction for Florida. I wish Florida would reverse all the crap that they put into effect last year. But, we'll, uh, you know, we'll see. Yeah. So basically, they can't pay people for signatures, and then I think they can't uh, 
uh, like hold the signatures longer than a certain time. They have to show where money is coming from and all that. Mm. Not a bad, not not a bad thing. So the amendment is intended to stop out. Of, and this is from our favorite Marion Hammer. Uh, the amendment is intended to stop out-of-state billionaires from crafting amendments to Florida's constitution and sending paid out-of-state petition gatherers into Florida to collect petition signatures to change the constitution for the benefit of out-of-state special interests. The House voted 105 to 0 to pass the grant amendment with 15 House members not voting. So overwhelmingly, they voted this to be a positive thing. The Senate mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> concurred in the grant amendment and passed the bill 22 to 17. So there was a split on the Senate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, on June 7th, uh, 2019, Governor DeSantis signed the bill into law. So this doesn't take effect for 30 days. The new process takes effect in 30 days. Wow, actually, that's really good. That's really good. I thought it didn't take effect until 2020, but this, it says, is going to take effect in 30 days, which is awesome. That's mm-hmm. a good thing. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa, DeSantis has been has been running things from what yeah. I hear. So. Vanessa Kitty uh, disagrees with us. She says, I disagree. Those Florida Republicans were always anti-gun. Um, that may be true in some cases, but yeah. we didn't get any we didn't get any uh, um, anti-gun legislation until this thing went down. And then a bunch and, of guys. And who, as much as Hank likes to rag on um, uh, what's his name that moved to Congress, our, our Scott. previous governor. He when remember when uh, he had protests outside of his office like for a couple weeks straight. He basically told them like piss off and close mm-hmm. the doors. Yeah. So uh, at least he did that instead of caving like most governors would have. Yeah. So uh, let me just remind everyone: smash the thumbs ups. We have like over a hundred people watching us live. It'll be nice to see some thumbs go up there. We got like seven thumbs down. So they, you know, hey. Wow, that's surprising. I mean, yeah. Somebody's somebody's not. Usually happy. we don't get that many thumbs downs, but maybe because Mac's coming on, you know. We're, they're waiting for him, and I'm not a yeah. good felon. So, <laughs> uh, I don't know. You're gonna have to get taller. I, I you know, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a Sasquatch. Yeah. <laughs> What's he? He's like get six some four more guns. You don't have enough guns. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> So is it um, it Mac like six four or something like that? Like he's uh, really freaking tall. Uh, I would believe that he's not as tall as like let's say Hickok and Son, but you know. Oh, we got nine thumbs downs now. So (laughs) whatever, it's all good. Just say it, people. Thumbs down. Just smash the thumbs. We'll get Mac in here. It's gonna happen. You know, here at some point, Uh, we should see him. I haven't seen him text me or anything like that yet. Uh, let me see. And I, and I'm also trying to add him to the thing so that he doesn't have to, oh, man, to text 10. me when he We're wants to 10. come in. He, sh- he should just be able to dial in. Uh, I'll try doing that again. We'll see if he picks up. And if not, he, he should be able to, uh, should be relatively easy for him to jump in here. All right. So yeah, S- you know, a couple some small things happening in Florida. I'm not going to say I'm happy with Florida yet, man. Mm-hmm. We've got a long I don't think, way to go. I don't think anybody will be happy until gun regulations are off the books completely. Yeah. Um, did you see this article about the knives of John Wick? That's yeah, we, we didn't we talk about them uh, when uh, Corey was on? Uh, d- yes, I think he might have mentioned it. So the knives of I John to, Wick, Microtech Continental set. Let me let me tell you, I got to play with those. Uh, when I the, the first time I met Corey, he brought him out with him. He had this whole set with him. Oh, really? Had the, I wasn't allowed to take pictures or anything, but he uh. had the set. He had the challenge coin. He had like everything. Oh, and I asked him what the price was going to be and was just like, oh, I can't afford that. 
but they are super cool. Yeah, they look cool. They look cool. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely a fan of Microtech. I think I got my Microtech on me right now. Let me see what I got. Yep, I there we go. I got my Microtech right there. Boom. It's not a John Wick, but, you know, I mean, it's a Hank it Strange comes, show. What's it? it comes with uh, the Combat Trodon and the UTX-70, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Wick's content in terms of it's, oh no, it's a double-edged cipher in the UTX-70. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it also comes with the 999 gold proof coin. So like the coins in the middle of the box, it has the coins like you would use at the Continental to like mm-hmm. pay for services, mm-hmm. which was super Oh, that cool. would be, yeah, that's a big Yeah, it has cool. those like coins and it was super, super cool. Yeah. But, and um, then it has obviously the, the card with the, oh, and yeah. the pencil big thing is it came with the pencil oh okay yeah we have to see the next time we get the microtech guys to come on i don't know when they're coming on again but the next time we get them to come on maybe we'll get them to uh to to bring those and we could actually see it now that the movie is out uh, it was neat. it was really cool yeah kioski says i can't afford a microtech i understand that um you know what? We there's ways you can always trade. I was just right? gonna say it's, it's sometimes you gotta say is it you can't afford it or you don't want to afford it because there's two big differences right there. Mm-hmm. I totally understand somebody not wanting to pay two hundred or three hundred bucks for a knife. Like I get it, but mm-hmm. I bet you you can afford it. It's just do you really want to spend two hundred bucks on a knife? Yeah. And there's ways like we traded for um, we traded oh, for, yeah. for one that I have or was it one that Lola has? I think both. Lola has. We did some trading. We did some horse trading on that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. So and then there's like a lifetime uh, warranty on those things. So we actually sent it to Microtech, and they cleaned it up, tightened up the screws and stuff like that. So overall, yeah, uh, I've been I've bad. been happy with mine. Yeah. Luckily, uh, I've been carrying a um, Spiderco. I went back to my Spiderco, which is also not up here. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa Kitty says John Wick should have used the Triconderoga pencil, the triangle cross section pencils. Huh. I don't know anything about those. Yeah, I don't even know pencils. I don't. I can't remember the last time I used a pencil. So, um, yeah. So we got you know that's that's a cool knife. I do have another knife here. Oh, here's Lola's that we traded. I forgot what we traded for this, but here's Lola's Microtech. And that's a good one. Go. Yeah, this looks really good. She's actually carrying it, so hey, that's a good thing. Good, good for her. And it's got the best blade huh? profile. Sent it in for repair. Yeah, Lola's. Yeah, I, I told him you sent it in for repair. Looks good. Here, let me see if we can close in on that here. You guys could see. I think it looks good. Nice old knife. Boom. These microtechs are cool, man. I don't know. Do you do you know what the price? So the John Wick one is that actually for sale? You can buy them, and I think it's like three thousand dollars or something um, stupid. Okay, it's yeah, something unbelievably yeah, crazy. Yeah. I will buy my Cabot 1911 first. <laughs> you got the money. <laughs> uh, Vanessa Kitty says she's a math teacher. Everyone should have pencils. Um, I I do have a pencil. I have a phone actually. with a calculator on it. <laughs> So what does that have to do with having a pencil? And then I've got 10 fingers, 10 toes. You know, that always helps with uh, subtraction, math and stuff like that. And then there's always guessing. Yeah, just guess to the higher power. That's a Vanessa Kitty's not going to like that. She's a math teacher. It's very going to be very precise. 
very pre- precise stuff. I imagine, I imagine her as a math teacher carrying her like massive 44 Magnum to keep kids in line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jafari Land wants to know if the gold coins are real. I'm I no. don't think uh, for thirty five hundred dollars, I'm going to go with no. Yeah. I mean, the price of gold per ounce right now is like twelve hundred. So mm-hmm. probably not. Kiaski wants to know if those are TriStar screws on the Microtech. Probably. That's yeah. the new – I'm guessing they're using the new ones. Yeah, I think they're the That's only the ones that can that can do anything because you can't buy the, the screwdriver for that, right? You, you can. Some places are making them, but yeah, it's like these here. These are the new screws that they're using. Mm-hmm. Um, you can buy the bit. There's a couple places that sell them. Um, but Microtech doesn't like you digging around in their knife. Yeah. Um, no, and sorry, uh, it was twenty six hundred dollars. Okay, hold on a second here. Let me merge Mac in. Let's see, did that work? Oh, missed it. Oh, wait. Do oh, I can see him. Oh, okay. <laughs> Boom! There he goes. All right. Hold on a second here. Let me put let me put Mac in the middle with Babyface here because that let was. Me, uh, uh, let me actually. I'm trying to get. Let me get my video input set up right here. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I want to do a split screen so everyone can make judgment calls on whether Mac and Babyface look Hank alike. We look, we look the same. Yeah. We're similar. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have any babies that we don't know about in the 80s? <laughs> okay, yeah, you, your image went out just, just as yeah, I said he, that. Yeah. He's like, he's like man, I'm out right. here. Yeah. Yeah, I think we got everything set yeah, up Yeah, I now. think your, your video went out on my end. I'm not sure why. Really? Here, yeah. let me. Uh, yeah. Turn your camera on again. Okay, boom. Yeah, there it goes. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we got Mac in the house for all the people who think uh, that we're like. Uh, there's some people out there who probably think we're lying, Mac. That you were About coming what? on. That you were coming on. Why would they think that? We do videos together all the time, man. I don't know. We got like twelve thumbs downs already, and I was like, this is Mac's fault. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's like we race to see who can get the most thumbs down. <laughs> yeah, but usually when you're not on it, this is not that this doesn't happen. Those, like, we we were uh, we were out filming, and uh, like I raced up here and just like yeah. turned all the stuff on. That's why the wrong camera was running. It, <laughs> yeah, it's well, a crazy day, man. Yeah, thanks. We appreciate you coming on. I don't know if Babyface has to go or not. Have you have you met Babyface yeah, before? Out. Have you ever met? Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been on the well, same. Virtually, right? Yeah. I virtually. think we were on before once. Because I've seen him on your streams before. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, hopefully Babyface, I don't know if he's going off to. Uh, to uh, I'm going to go build a gun. Are I you have gonna, a video. <laughs> okay. You got a video. Are you going to moderate? If not, yeah. if you don't yeah, have yeah, someone I'm, over there, Mac, just I think Lola is around. So you can add her as a moderator just in case. Cause uh, I know. I'm not streaming on my channel, man. I'm just on your, your oh, channel. Oh, you're not? Man. Oh, okay. No, I didn't okay. have time to set it up. I just, I just Skyped you and just. Figured I'd just oh, jump on your okay. screen. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, cool. So hopefully cool. we got I'm gonna some. Leave you we to it. I'm going to go do some filming with uh, building an AK. So YouTube's going to love me. All right. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I'll be sure to show that on YouTube. And, yeah. then, uh, <laughs> all right. and then, uh, start he's, putting your applications in for jobs elsewhere. Yeah. He's, not, he's not monetized. He, he hasn't yeah, even gotten so to 1,000 subscribers. They're yeah. never going to monetize yeah. me, but who cares? Yeah. Us idiots that actually thought we, we could believe in the YouTube <laughs> promise and like, oh, so, yeah, be a creator and be, you know, be your own boss and you know make your own videos and you know support your family. That sounded uh, great. 2006 and look where we are today yeah have you have you done a video on the vox apocalypse yet 
Have you talked about that? Vox with your apocalypse. What Vox do? Oh, they, you haven't seen anything about this? Oh man, Hank, you got to fill them in. Uh, yeah, you might want to fill because I don't know. I'm, I might miss things, but basically, Vox went after Stephen Crowder. Yeah. And, oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And and yeah, I've been following that. I forgot Vox. If you were said Crowder, I would have known what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, <laughs> they, uh, they. But but here here's the thing, guys. You know, look, I'm a libertarian. I don't believe in a big government. I believe I want the federal government out of my life. I want the pre-Civil War government where all the states had the power and the federal government basically was in this nice little box that our founders put it in, right, before it became this all-powerful entity that hand, uh, hands down dictates to the states uh, who used to be autonomous, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but with that being said, when you have these mega corporations that can sway the outcome of elections, that, that, that get federal money and get, are exempt from federal laws – because they're supposed to be, you know, a uh, not not a publisher, but um, but but they're exempted by federal law, so they're not responsible for the content that's on their servers, right? Yeah, yeah. they have so a special exemption, so they can't be sued. Yeah, yeah. they can't be held liable in court, mm -hmm. and they sought that protection under U.S. federal law, and in doing so, they're not supposed to moderate their content mm -hmm. because if they moderate the content that means why do you need it? Yeah, which yeah. means that law no longer applies to them. <laughs> and Congress is finally, for like the third time, looking into this. But come on, guys, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Either you're yeah. just being sued, or you better stop moderating free speech. So yeah, 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 I, yeah they're, they're trying to play it right. both ways as yeah. best they can. Right, exactly. So cool. anyway, I'll leave hopefully, it to you guys. yeah, go subscribe to folks. Babyface is getting out of here. You guys should go subscribe to him, Babyface P on YouTube. Uh, you know, we're trying to get him to a thousand. And Mac, Real how quick you should be a million by now. Is Mac a million? Yet? Oh man, I'm. Oh. Hey, hey, yeah, go ahead, Babyface. I was just say real quick before I go. Uh, the first episode of the AK Bend is coming out tonight, so show you guys how to bend a, a flat receiver into a, a receiver. So, yeah. On that, you guys have, yeah, enjoy yeah. the night. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm living on that nice edge of YouTube right now. <laughs> They're going to hate me. <laughs> He's never going to get to a thousand. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right. See you guys. All right, Patrick. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, he doesn't, you know, uh, yeah, he's coming in at a good time, right? <laughs> yeah, I feel sorry for the folks that, that are coming in. And you know what? It's not just gun channels that they're messing with, man. They're messing with, you know, Crowder. I mean, if it, basically, if you don't follow the political ideals, what, what Google should just do is say, here's where we stand on every single political issue. And if you don't agree with us, just go someplace else because we're going to find a way to mess with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I and, and part of the thing is, man, they realize what the power is, like you were saying. They realize where the power is when it comes to um, the social media and their intent on doing something about it. In, in yeah. other words, they want to make sure that they use it to control the election and steer mm -hmm. it in the direction that they want. You know, this is a power that they have and they don't have to sit around and wait for courts or uh, politicians to do anything they can do something but like you said the politicians have things that they could do here you know to affect this if they want to all they need to do is yank that exempt status and then then you know hey you want to moderate the content fine then you're no longer protected by federal law and you can be sued for uh mm -hmm. for for somebody posting a video that's you know showing an illegal act mm -hmm. i mean take your pick either stop moderating the content or moderate it and um you know do your best. Yeah, that, that you can kick us off because, but you can't you can't seek that protection, and then not abide by the rules. And that's yeah. what they're doing. And they've been doing it. They've been investigated for it before, but it never seems to go anywhere. And I wonder why. 
Let's see, Google's a multi-billion-dollar company, and lots politicians of money, lots of money. Take, uh, yeah, yeah, lots of lots money. Of money trail. Yeah, lots of money going on, and not just to uh, liberal politicians out there either. So um, all, anyway, all politicians. That's why I don't make the distinction between Democrat and Republican. They're all crooked as hell, man. I mean, even even the ones that we generally like, like you know, everybody's like, oh, Rand Paul. Even he has dirt, you know, on him. You know, it's like. But they're all human. We're all fallible. I mean, I've done stuff in my past, you know, that I wouldn't be proud of. We all have. We're human. Right. Mm -hmm. But being crooked and taking money, that's a decision you make. And it seems like politicians just can't seem to resist that temptation, man. You know what I mean? Um, That's true. That's true. And why is what's the biggest reason for that? What's the biggest reason for that? Is it because they want to keep getting reelected or is it just a pure greed or both of those things that money and power, dude, money and power? You know, take take this AOC thing, for example. Right. Mm -hmm. She's a freshman to Congress and she's out there voting herself a raise right now. Yeah. One hundred and seventy four thousand. Not enough. It's an approval rating. <laughs> and they're going to vote themselves a raise. How would you like to go to work one day and just say, hey, Google, uh, uh, we got together and we held a vote. And um, yeah, you're supposed to give us all one hundred thousand dollars now. Mm-hmm. You know, how, wouldn't that be awesome? How come like we should have some kind of control over this? We should vote for their raises. And yeah. given I mean, my entire life, I don't think Congress's approval has ever been in the double digits mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And these career politicians, it's like, so Congress had no problem voting to put a term limit on the presidency. But do you think they'd ever vote to put a term limit on themselves? No. 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 They set a referendum out and, and let us vote mm-hmm. on whether or not they have term limits. Yeah. Because they're not going to vote themselves out of a job. Yeah. I've got, I mean, you know, we've, we've, they're never going to do it. I agree with you on that. We've been, tr- people have been trying to do that now for, since the beginning. Yeah. Since the yeah. beginning. So I don't see us ever getting them to do that. Um, all right. So I, I think, are you settled in? I'm settled in, man. I think I, I'm good. Okay. Uh, I, I may have too many lights on. I don't know. I yeah, you look, you look a little bit light. I know that Lola came in here and added light to my, <laughs> to my yeah, thing, you, but my lighting is like changing around for some reason. So I, I wouldn't see like when I raise, I'm pasty white. See, look what happens. When yeah. my white ass hands get up there, <laughs> look like my face looks normal. Then when I take the white away, yeah. balance to the gray. I gotta it can't do tell. I can't tell. Yeah, I can't tell. If I do this the whole video, I'll look semi-normal. Look, the, the privileges of being white right here. I can control the, the white balance of the camera. Eh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, your <laughs> arms are gonna get real tired. <laughs> I just need to change the background color. Yeah. I what, what's funny, man, is like years ago I I built a a studio and I put a bunch of guns on racking in the back right mm-hmm. and then everybody on gun tube started putting walls of guns behind them and i'm like well <laughs> all right it's great. not cool, so I, it's not cool I, anymore i'm doing a gray wall because yeah. i don't want you know, everybody having the same thing that i've done right yeah and so now i'm trying to think of some other stuff we were, we we're trying to come up with some ideas like you do you watch a uh, 180 second ideas gun drama johnny who's uh, doing the uh, hillbilly thing now i did uh before he left i haven't had a chance to check him out since he came back i know mm-hmm. he is back so he's 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 got a really cool background set up, you know, with like a road a road sign and then mm. just some stuff. And it's kind of a little bit darker lit behind him and, and do some dramatic lower lighting. Oh, okay. I, 
mixing it up here in my studio because this this gray's you know blowing me out because yeah. I'm too stupid white man. I mean it's yeah. just you need well, edge lighting or something like that. Powder, it was me. I, not many people know that. So oh, okay. <laughs> See, look, I've got I've got a wall. I would like to actually. I have a couple of bags of balls uh, behind me. I would like bring to bring balls. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I want to have a wall of balls. <laughs> That's what I want to have. I see. Huh? I see you have a blue ball back there. Yes, I got several. If you look above, right above me here, yeah. So you know, I thought that would be a little interesting. There's a lot of white in this room too. I've got to kill some of the. Yeah, there's you a lot of white get walls. White walls. I got to get get rid of the gray. Gray is usually a good neutral color for cameras, mm-hmm. but we're talking about stuff these guys don't care about. Let's yeah. talk about things yeah. that, that go boom and the politics around them or something. Right. Absolutely. Let's do that. Uh, Babyface and I were alluding to this a little bit. Um, so the the title the title of the show actually is um, uh, Does the Second Amendment cover suppressors? That's a that's the title of our show today. So okay. um, we can probably get into that. Obviously, you know there was this. Um, there's, there's been some news articles out there that the uh, Supreme Court refused to take up uh, a case having to do with suppressors. I think the guy that's case, in, yeah, yeah, in uh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So the Keller case, it was a guy in Kansas. So some states have passed laws saying uh, so. So the NFA was they imposed that on us through the interstate commerce commerce clause. So what they're claiming is, is if you make a machine gun, you could sell it across state lines. Therefore, the federal government now has the power to govern that and tax that. Right. So the states have said, well, and several states have done this. Well, if our citizens manufacture it in this state, they never sell or transport it outside of the state. You have no jurisdiction here. It's a state's rights issue. Mm-hmm. And the federal government don't doesn't want the states reclaiming their rights. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. What Kettler did is he had purchased a suppressor made by a local gun shop under which was legal under Kansas law at the time. Mm-hmm. And he purchased that suppressor. And then he was subsequently arrested by uh, either local police or uh, perhaps federal agents. I don't know which, but it wound up in federal court. He went through the federal court process and he was convicted of, of being in possession of an illegal suppressor. Uh, and I guess the district court determined that suppressors weren't protected under the Second Amendment, went to the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court refused to hear the case, which means it automatically is um, whatever the lower court said stands. That's the new law, that's new precedent. Okay. So that really kicks the states in the, um, you know, in, in the, in the, in the, those balls you have back there behind your head. Mm-hmm. Um, it really kicks them in their, their collective balls, ball sack that you have back there. And, <laughs> and it really usurps and, and reasserts the federal government's you know, thumb of, of, of authority on states. Right. And it, and if, if you, here's the problem we have with our, our, our political system. First of all, we have the two party system, which is garbage. It, all that does is guarantee nothing ever gets done. Right. So we have two parties that refuse to help the other party get a bill passed. So we have a do nothing legislature. Mm -hmm. So a viable third party would change a lot of that. But we also have a federal government now that has all the stinking power. And because they they usurped that power after the Civil War, the the federal government said, okay, we can't have the states, you know, Departing Go out and do their own thing. Yeah. We, so we got to take away their ability to print their own currency. We don't want them having their own armies. We're going to make one federal army. We're going to do all this stuff. And so the federal government became all powerful after the Civil War. So they wouldn't have to worry about states running off and making their own countries again. Mm-hmm. And so the side effect of that is what we have today where the federal government says, 
uh, here you owe us tax money and states, by the way, if you don't if you don't post a 70 mile an hour speed limit, then we're going to withhold the tax money we took from you that we usually give back to you to to you know improve your roads. We're not going to give you that money back. Mm-hmm. So they continue to use money and and political pressure to keep the states in line, so the federal government maintains its power. In reality, I believe um, you know like California uh, want, wanted to secede after Trump got elected, right. right? I don't agree with the reasons. I think they're whack jobs, but I agree. If, if California voted to secede from the union, there's nothing in the constitution that says they can't. Mm-hmm. They most certainly get out, leave, go. Your economy's garbage anyway. Yeah. If they leave, it's less of a burden on our collective economy and, yeah. and let them go. I think let that would make go. a lot of things better. Um, cars, for example, you know, we've got like, because of, what is it in California, care or something like that, because of their standards, Every car sold in America has to match their standards, right? So it makes it right. more difficult for other cars. Right there, we'll, we would get some easing. And it still hasn't made any difference in California. I think no. we've been under that I mean, for, Texas what, like 30 years? What's that? I think we've been under that care thing that they have in California for a oh. long time. Yeah. 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 And California kind of leads the way in, in, in socialism. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, they're they're all about big government. I mean— Geez, you take a look at what they're doing now. You know, they're they're saying, "Hey, illegal immigrants, come on in, man. We'll give you driver's licenses. We'll we'll put you through school, yeah, healthcare, we'll healthcare." And then you got, I mean, I just watched a, a news story about we have American citizens, homeless, living on the streets, like fifty five thousand of them in and, Los and Angeles yeah, alone. Yes, and they can't get medical services. But if you come across the border illegally, you can have free medical services. Yeah. Huge problem. I mean, it's a huge. What kind of whack job thinking is that? Secede, go, please, yeah. leave. It's go, insane. Go start your own state, country of California. You'll fail in four years, and then we can have another war with Mexico and take it back. Maybe I don't know. I but, don't think Mexico wants it. Front property, man. We 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 got it. We got to get it back somehow. You think Mexico wants California? You think they want to give insurance and all that crap to everyone in California? You think Mexico I, wants I, that? I I doubt it. I don't think they. I don't think they want it. Well, I, I, I guarantee you, Mexico wants California back. They've been salty about that since we took it from them. Oh, so okay. if, if they could get enough people, if California is going to you know welcome them all to come across the border and, and have voting rights and stuff, they're going to vote their, the you know, illegal aliens into positions of political power. Then they're going to hold a vote one day and say we want to be part of Mexico again. And if you think I'm making that up or you think that's far fetched, you need to do a little bit of reading and research. Yeah, they're you know they're I mean? talking about it. They're talking about it, and they and they could do that. They could yeah. choose to go back to Mexico if if they got enough political people in there. If you're going to give illegal immigrants all the power of, of, of a U.S. citizen. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's it, it's crazy what what the outcome could be. So, but California just doesn't seem to think ahead of you know, they're not chess players, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're checkers players. They don't they don't look at the long term ramifications of the crazy stuff that they do. And sadly, it sets it sets a precedence for other goofball states like Illinois and New York, and they look at California and go, yeah, we can do we can. It's like. Seen, it's a race to see who could outdo stupid, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's just like the, the current the current democratic field for presidents, right? It's like they're all of them are trying to go f- more socialist than the other one. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm for forgiving all student debt. Now, what if you owned a bank, Hank? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a pre- presidential candidate said, "You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna forgive all student debt," and you held twenty million dollars in student loans. You're who, done unless the, unless someone unless the that debt and told you, hey, sorry, buddy, you're out yeah. of twenty million dollars. Right, unless the government is coming in to do something with it, what's that going to do for you? 
You know, unless there is a plan somehow the government's going to come in there, what are they going to do? Print more money? Well, they do that anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> so here's yeah. the thing that I want to ask about the what the what you was going back to what you were saying about the federal government and the states. Doesn't that cut both ways? So, if that's really true, then we should all have access to the Second Amendment anywhere we go in America. Yeah. But we it, don't. It, but we don't have no. access to it. Right. Because yeah, so where's the equity in that? <laughs> well, so that's that's why you have a federal court system. So the, the so in theory, if Illinois was infringing, so like let's say in Indiana, you know, we can we can legally carry concealed firearms, right? And let's say that we were a constitutional carry state. We're not quite there yet. We just this just this year we we finally got um, the 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 fee for licensing taken away. So concealed carry permits in Indiana are free, and you can apply for them online, no charge. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're one step away from constitutional carry, Mm -hmm. but there's 14 states or more that are constitutional carry right now. Uh, And and what if you're one of those constitutional carry states and and you're just going across Illinois and you don't have a permit and you get stopped and you say, well, I'm a resident of Kentucky. So, you know, I I have I have constitutional carry. They go, sorry, buddy, you're a felon. And now you just lost your gun rights in your home state. Yeah. So in theory, the federal government's supposed to stop that, and that would be adjudicated to the federal courts. The federal courts are supposed to say, yes, the Second Amendment protects an individual right, and Illinois, you're infringing on this man's or woman's rights, and therefore, you know, all yeah. the, all's forgiven, and here's your rights back, and you're not a felon. Right. But that's not how it works. And, and, and works. people think that that's hypothetical, but I met, I can't remember her name right now, but I met the young woman who um, was, she lived in Pennsylvania. She had a, a concealed carry license. In, in Pennsylvania, and she drove over the border one day into New Jersey, and a trooper pulled her over, and she, trying to do the right thing, told him that she had a, you know, a gun in the car in her purse, but that she had a, a CCW. He arrested her. She spent like yep. 45 days or something like that in prison, and then I think the governor of New Jersey had to, um, to I forgot what it's called right now, but he had to clear all those charges for her. Oh, he pardoned pardoned her. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it could happen. It could happen even if you have even if you have those things. It does happen. Illinois would arrest me a heartbeat Mm -hmm. if if I was walking around in Illinois with a concealed weapon. They'd arrest me in a heartbeat and charge me with a felony, most likely. Mm -hmm. And then that would, you know, screw me up in my own state. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no, we 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 need the federal government. It's supposed to say because we've already had the Heller versus D.C. case say that the Second Amendment does, in fact, guarantee an individual right to own firearms, to bear arms, right? Mm-hmm. It's already been said, and there's, you know, there's there's certain facets to that that still need to be hammered out, thanks to, to Scalia's opinion, where we can impose reasonable restrictions on the Second Amendment. That's like saying, okay, well, what's reasonable? Mm-hmm. What's reasonable to you may not be reasonable to me. That's a nebulous statement, but, and the courts aren't supposed to deal in such nebulous ideas, but here we have yeah, sure. You can have reasonable restrictions. So mm-hmm. in California, it's reasonable to only have a 10 round magazine. It's reasonable to not even own a semi-automatic. It's reasonable that you should only be able to have a flintlock. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. What, so and then decide what's reasonable. So coming back to suppressors, which I got a bunch of them here with me. I was showing Babyface. Yeah, I got, got one. Bunch, got a I bunch of different suppressors. I got, one. Oh, yeah. I got I got one here too on yeah. on, on, on that you yeah. can't own. Yeah. yeah, I like suppressors. Yeah, absolutely. We got a bunch. I've got a bunch. These are just this is just like four of them that I have. It's addictive, actually. You know, well, this yeah. is this is the first one. I have like a surefire. It's my first suppressor that I bought. Yeah, yeah it was so calm mini. It's pretty beaten up. 
Awesome. Yeah. 30 caliber. We got a bunch of them. Here's the thing. Babyface was saying this when he was on. This is serialized, right? Mm-hmm. Um, We've got to go through a background check. you got to fill out paperwork, do a tax stamp, uh, all of that for this. So is this a firearm or not? Is it covered well, under the Second it's, Amendment it's, or what? It's no, it's not a firearm. Even in, under the NFA, it's not. So you can take that suppressor and cross state lines and go to another state that where, where suppressors are legal and you have right of free passage, right? Mm-hmm. So that's been settled. Mm-hmm. So you can take that suppressor and drive up here to Indiana and you don't have to file a form with the ATF to get permission okay. to do so because okay. they don't do it as a firearm. Okay. It's regulated, but it's not a firearm. Okay. But but that's beyond that. So So that's like saying... Firearms are protected by the Second Amendment, but not ammunition. Right. So you can have all the guns you want, but we're now banned ammunition. Yeah. So is that so, feasible? That if it's feasible to do that to suppressors, it's the exact same thing. Okay. If, if if let's say you can you can have a firearm, but you can have no means to to uh, to to load ammunition or mm-hmm. buy ammunition because that is not protected under Second Amendment because it's not a firearm. Right. Uh, you, you can't have a stock or you can't change a pistol grip or you can't do uh, put an optic on it. Optics are not protected by the Second Amendment. So you can't put a red dot sight on there. We're going to regulate away red dot sights from firearms because they make them too lethal or magnified optics on sniper rifles are, are too lethal. So we're going to we're going to ban them and we can do that because they're not firearms and they're not protected by the Second Amendment. It's complete nonsense. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but it, it, the, the anti-gunners are always looking for these particular facets that they can attack. Mm-hmm. And the, the Kettler case was unfortunately a big loss for us mm-hmm. because now we're going to have to have, you know, this argument over and over and over again. And the anti-gunners are going to glob onto this and they're going to say, OK, well, magazines are accessories. They're not firearms. We should be able to ban them, mm-hmm. too. So you can have your AR-15, but you can't have a magazine for it. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they're the increased the lethality, so you know you can put a block in there and single load it, you know, like in in the UK. Um, yeah, I mean, so so we could definitely be looking at that with suppressors, right? Because now they're like bad, evil things or whatever. When all they do is really protect our hearing, make it more comfortable for our neighbors when we're shooting. So yeah. we're, we're, we could seriously be looking at that, and then after that, if that happens, you know, it could it could go anywhere theoretically. Right. But, you okay. know, the, the reality of the matter is, is I can go down to Menards and with 20 bucks buy everything I need to make a suppressor for a firearm. Or I can just walk over to my bed, grab a pillow and put it over the end of the muzzle and make a suppressor. Mm. Suppressors are insanely easy devices to make and they are safety devices. It's because I can I don't I, I through my entire life growing up. I mean, it hasn't always been that suppressors were legal in so many states. In Kansas, when I grew up in Kansas, you couldn't have machine guns, short-barreled rifles, suppressors, or any of that. They mm-hmm. were all out. Mm-hmm. And so I shot all the time as a kid, and I didn't even think about putting hearing protection on. So now I have tinnitus, really mm-hmm. bad. Matter of fact, the conversation you and I are having mm-hmm. right now, my ears are ringing louder than your voice. Mm-hmm. Now, had I had ready, ready, ready access to that, the cost of a suppressor really is pretty affordable in the grand scheme of things. If, if, if you could go in and buy a handgun and buy a suppressor, not do a bunch of paperwork on it and just go out and, and shoot your firearm suppressed, just as like buying a box of ammunition, then the cost of suppressors would come down to the point where they would probably say, hey, buy a, a, a new 22 rifle and get a free suppressor. Yeah. You know, because yeah. the cost, they're very simple rudimentary devices are not that expensive to make. Right. 
But, you know, the, but because they're governed by the NFA and there's a very narrow market for them, that's why they're so stinking expensive right now. Yeah. Basically, they are mufflers. That's the technology and the people so, who came up with them. Um, and, and a lot of us have that. Like, I don't have it permanently. My tinnitus, I think, comes and goes. But there's times when even running water from the, from the faucet sounds like just a thousand bells. <laughs> Yeah, you know, loud bells going off. So you know, and I try to, I try to wear the the hearing protection, use suppressors as much as I can to minimize it because it's like driving. Imagine if we were just driving cars, and and I live in the country, and there's dudes that cut off, uh, you know, parts of their cars so it sounds louder and all that. If you, yeah. if you were driving a car like that, and there were no mufflers on it, it's the same thing like you're, you know, shooting guns a lot or you're in shoot, shooting competitions, et cetera, and you don't have these things, it's, it's destructive. Oh yeah, and we've all fired rifles and the recoil broke the seal of the earmuff and wrung our ear, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, suppressors are, are simple safety devices. And, and, and speaking throughout you know, American history, silencers and suppressors are never used in crime. So we had one instance just recently where a guy used one and all of a sudden we're going to take them away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the couple of hundred years that we've been here and silencers are nothing new. They were invented a long time ago. They, they're just not used in crime. And so we finally have somebody use one in a crime and all of a sudden, oh man, we got to take them away from everybody. If we follow that logic, every time we have a car crash, we need to ban every car made. Oh, yeah. plane crash, no more air travel. Yeah. Oh, bus crash, no more bus travel. Yeah. I mean, the logic People are getting too fat, ban forks. Or even 10 instances yeah. is just asinine. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if they ban forks or spoons, I'm in big trouble. Uh, but listen, I'll tell you something, man. I learned how to eat, eat with my hands at a very young age, so nothing is stopping me <laughs> from getting my tactical fat on. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to eat no matter what. I'm from, I'm from a third world country. I don't know about you, Mac. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I grew up in Kansas where it was hot. We had food, but it was neither uh-huh. water. We needed food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, listen. But, it, uh, okay, I'm trying to make light of it, but the thing with suppressors, and we did talk about this last week, but um, I know there's a lot of angst out there about it. So all of these things that are out there right now, they have regulations on them. They pretty much know who has them and what they have. So if something like yeah. this happens, there's really no hiding from it. Um, and we don't know that they're going to grandfather in things or whatever because they're not doing that anymore. That's gone out of oak. Yeah, right? it seems like, yeah, they don't do that. It's like, yeah, I'm sorry you purchased that legally. And, yeah, we said that was okay back when you bought it. But now we passed new law. And, uh, yeah, we're going to retroactively impose that. That's unconstitutional. It's called mm-hmm. the grandfather clause. If if murder isn't legal today, illegal today, and I go murder somebody, and then tomorrow they pass a law making murder illegal, under U.S. law, they're not supposed to be able to retroactively impose that new law on you when it was legal to do what you did. Yeah, when it wasn't so, a crime when you committed it. Oh, yeah, you broke that law two years ago. We just passed it yesterday, but we're going to go ahead and punish you for it now. Mm-hmm. I mean – this is all basic constitutional stuff that we're protected from. Yet our our government, our federal government, runs roughshod over the uh, over the Constitution. Then it's left up to the courts for us to fight it. It's just like the bump stock ban. Mm-hmm. You know, they yeah. they took away our property and they made the order of destruction or surrender of our property didn't give us compensation for that property, which was purchased legally. So they're retroactively imposing a rule which is carrying the weight of law. And we were denied due process. There was no vote. Our, our, our rep, uh, representatives didn't have a, a say in the matter. There was no court hearing. There was nothing. It was just a stroke of a pen by an executive. And they said, you know what? Boom, it's illegal. And if you're in possession of it, guess what? You're a felon. You get to go to prison for 10 years. Mm-hmm. 
So what what do we do here? What do we do here now? Do you think, Mac? What do we do at this point? I'm not. We're not at DefCon, you know, levels yet. But what do we do here? Because it all, seems like something's going to happen. Courts, but I mean, mm-hmm. eventually it's going to reach critical mass. I mean, eventually these 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 gun grabbers are going to say they're not done. I mean, they're getting emboldened by the bump stock ban. And if Trump does something stupid with suppressors, they're going to be even further emboldened by that. And then when we get a truly anti-gun administration in and, and an anti-gun held Congress and Senate, then they're just going to they're going to go crazy. Yeah. And and literally in 10 years, we could lose everything. We will be relegated to cap and ball revolvers probably. And 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 then what? So there, somewhere in there, there's a line in the sand for Americans. We just don't know what it is. But I saw this other thing. So like the millennials, you know, they don't see things the way that a lot of us do. So I'm a Gen Xer. Mm-hmm. And I, there was a study done, and I don't, I don't know how accurate it was, but they, they're like 34% of millennials, uh, male millennials, own a hammer. Mm-hmm. It's like. What? <laughs> you know, uh-huh. if they don't own a hammer, they're sure as heck not hunting and, you know, mm-hmm. doing the stuff that we grew up doing. Right. So we're losing that piece of our culture. And and uh, so it, wait it, a second. It, Let me. Uh, my brain is trying to, to, to process. What, so you're saying only 34 of them percent of them. Own yeah, hammers. yeah, it was it was uh, some poll that was on the evening news, okay. and I think uh, I think it was Waters World or something was talking about it. Okay, percent like <laughs> of millennials own a hammer, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and it's just it's just like seriously, if that's true, that's just mind boggling, mm-hmm. right? Because in my generation, you, you have screwdrivers, hammers, yeah, multiple on the house to to fix simple things, yeah, right? Yeah have to be a contractor, but you have basic tools. No, I mean, I'm terrible at fixing stuff, but I got several hammers. I got yeah, sledgehammers. trying. Finally, <laughs> I break it so bad with the hammer, I have to hire a professional <laughs> to fix it, but I have a hammer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. That's terrible. Yeah. You should definitely have a hammer, a screwdriver set. There's a bunch of things you should have. So, But, um, but gun ownership as a whole is going down as well. So that cultural piece of, of, of what made America, America, mm-hmm. the Second Amendment and the fact that we have an adversarial relationship with our government, that's, that's what we were founded upon. That's what the, the core of American belief was, is that the power was in the hands of the people and the government served us. We didn't serve our government. Mm-hmm. And now we just have this generation that's like, yeah, man, I want free school. Yeah, man, I'll take a free car. Yeah, man, you know, I, I, I take free coffee and free, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody so, should make $100,000 a year, everyone. Yeah, they, they don't understand the concept that there's no such thing as anything free. Somebody's paying for that. Mm-hmm. There's no free anything, but that's how they, 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 they bring folks into that line of thinking. It's like, who wouldn't vote for if, if I was 18 years old and, and Bernie Sanders says, hey, man, I'm going to put you through school for free. You can become a doctor. It would normally cost, you know, $200,000 in student loans. But screw that. You know, mm-hmm. you, we're just going to let you have that for free. Mm-hmm. How but does there that? Is, yeah. How did that work for Cuba? Paid, and the teachers. Right. The taxpayer. Right. So it's like but but the, the promise of free stuff is almost over. It's so overwhelming that's why you see all these countries collapse into socialism and then completely collapse because it, it's not self-sustainable, right? Yeah. And and for whatever reason, that's the direction America's heading at this point, and it's it's scary. Yeah. Let me. Um. I've got a super chat here. Uh, John Blaze says the government could increase the fees so high it would be impossible to own like machine guns. Um. That's yeah. That's possible. Well, they could. So if you go back to 1934 when the NFA was enacted. 
The $200 tax, keep in mind in 1934, you could buy a brand new Ford car for less than 300 bucks. I think it was right, right around 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. So they set the tax, the Thompson submachine gun, I think at the time was the most expensive gun sold. And so they set the tax roughly at the same price as a Thompson. So when they set that $200 tax in 1934, go back and look, at, get online and Google uh, inflation calculator and look how much two, $200 was in, in 1934 and what that translates to to U.S. currency in 2019. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's the cost of a car, mm-hmm. so a, a, a nice car. Mm-hmm. So that, that tax was meant to make it so expensive that nobody would ever buy one. A suppressor, a destructive device, a short barrel shotgun, a short barreled rifle, a machine gun. They set that tax so high that nobody could legally own one because the tax was, you know, most people didn't make that in a year. Right. But fortunately for us, they didn't account for inflation when they passed the law. So it's always stayed $200. But if they inflate that tax and they pass a law saying, oh, we need to adjust the NFA tax for inflation, and now it costs you $40,000 to have a, a, a $200 suppressor. Yeah, it's on. In 1934. Yeah, yeah exactly. And they could do it again. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's not the possibilities because they already did it to us once. Yeah. In, in, that, in that vein, uh, Kentucky Native wants to know, uh, he wants us to talk about uh, why suppressors got on the NFA in the first place. Um I think he says, was it was it because it's because of poaching, but now a majority of the states allow it. So, do you want to talk to that? That's probably something that you know better than me. How did suppressors? Yeah, how did suppressors get on the NFA in the first place? Were they always you know, there? How did they get there? I've heard the poaching argument that mm-hmm. you know you, you, that people are out shooting the king's deer, and and you know the state wasn't getting its tax revenue for the stamps, and mm-hmm. so they wanted to ban suppressors so the law enforcement fo- officials could find people that were poaching. I, I honestly don't know what the backstory is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've read all sorts of different things, but mm-hmm. keep in mind the original NFA also um, required handguns to have a two hundred dollar tax paid for them and a background check and all the other stuff that ultimately uh, is the NFA today. But they couldn't get it passed, so they removed handguns from it because if you take a look at the NFA, it seems pretty dumb. Mm-hmm. I can, I can have a gun this small and carry it on my person legally, but I can't have a short-barreled rifle, which I can't easily hide on my person. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> so, or, yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. It's like, well, why are handguns unregulated, but a short-barreled rifle, which would stick out like a turd in a punch bowl if you tried to hide it under, under a T-shirt, why is that require mm-hmm. regulation? Well, mm-hmm. it's because they took the handgun component out so they could get it passed. Because they fully intended to impose a two hundred dollar tax on handguns too. Oh, okay. So but the only thing you wouldn't have been taxed on if they got their way was rifles. Yeah, pretty much rifles. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I can't. I can't imagine living in that world. Yep. And I yeah. could go one step further, and 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 uh, you know who backed that and helped write that bill? Who? Three letters. Guess. FDR. No. No. Oh. NRA. NRA. Oh. <laughs> yep. Yes. They, so how could I miss that, that one? <laughs> they write it and the Gun Control Act of 1968, yeah. which further screwed gun owners. Yeah. Um, NRA's fingerprints were over all over both those bills, and they backed them, supported them, and even helped write them. Yeah. John Blaze is saying U.S. US inflation rate uh, from $200 in 1934 to 2019 equals about $3,822. Okay, three thousand dollars. So I was way off on the forty thousand. So yeah. three thousand dollars. So if you wanted to go buy a you know five hundred dollar Glock, you have to pay a three thousand dollar tax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If um, they adjust inflation. Yeah. Uh, if, if, just even if they did that on suppressors, they'll kill that market. 
Oh, it would kill anything. Yeah, only the very wealthy would get into suppressors at that point. Or a lot of people would be doing illegal stuff, I guess. But Trump, based upon what he did with bump stocks, and we still haven't had, you know, we haven't had our day in court yet, uh, he can turn right around and do the exact same thing. He's using the exact same wording and verbiage that he used after Vegas Mm -hmm. regarding bump stocks. Yeah. And so I guarantee you, if the media keeps beating on that drum, Trump will go ahead and just tell his ATF director that he appointed, make him go away, mm-hmm. and he'll make him go away. Yeah. Um, so on the flip side of that, Philip 1462 said, your average Joe can't afford a suppressor and a $200 tax stamp or a machine gun. That's it's true. That's true. Yeah. It's it, it's no different than a poll tax. Mm-hmm. It's it, Taxing a right was has already been decided by the Supreme Court to be unconstitutional. Uh, I don't remember what state it was, but they tried to impose a tax on a newspaper and it went to the federal courts and the Supreme Court decided that it you, you couldn't tax the newspaper because that's free speech and you can't tax a right. So since that precedent already stands, why the NRA or somebody else hasn't challenged it and said, well, look, you said you can't tax a right. How in the world are you doing the NFA? Mm-hmm. And that's taxing a right. Because if you if you have a machine gun that doesn't have a tax paid on it, it's technically a tax violation that you're going to spend 10 years in prison for. Yeah. Normally, we would have someone like the NRA up in arms. I think right now there's just no chance of that. That's just not happening. You well, know. Hammer said the NRA never wanted us to have machine guns anyway. Yeah. They, they never fought for them. Yeah. NRA never cared. Right. So and I'm, and I'm sure they they aren't really too concerned with what's going on uh, right now with suppressors. And then they've got a bunch of other things going on. There was some stuff in the news since we uh, since last week. Um, I don't know if you saw that. Some more stuff came out about the NRA money and stuff like that that was uh, being paid out to people. Uh, we spoke about that. I don't know if you have anything in there that you want yeah, to say. I've seen some pretty interesting documents that are pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, some some stuff that. Uh, yeah, the NRA is in deep trouble. Investigators are, are digging up some really, really bad stuff on them. Right. Now, I know you were posting some of that, and that's different from what I'm t- – like some of the stuff I saw, for example, was talking about um, like a $3 million payout to Brownells. I know I reached out to them, and they said that's directly associated to a company that had a deal with the NRA. So friends of the NRA, when people were doing uh, shooting and stuff like that, they bought ammo, targets, etc. That's what happened with that. And then when Brownells bought that company, that contract continued. Um, I, but I know you were sharing some other stuff, right? Uh, well, I mean, not really. I okay. mean, there's 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 stuff. There's there's a lot of stuff out there. Um, mm-hmm. Did you you heard about like Rob Pincus and others? Yeah, the uh, the the subpoenas. Yes, that's what I saw you yeah. you posted that, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. that was you. And right. there's a whole bunch of stuff behind that mm-hmm. that I'm not really privileged to talk about. Okay. Um, because it 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 you know, could potentially hurt them in their mm-hmm. case mm-hmm. Uh, and, and their position. So I don't want to get into any of that. So mm-hmm. uh, it's just that the NRA is currently trying to, to, to hush people up that have damaging evidence against them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Rob said, you know, you can go out there and, you know, repost anything I say. And, you know, there's other people that were subpoenaed, but what they're trying to do is by subpoenaing them and bringing them into this lawsuit with ACMAC is they're trying to basically sequester that information, that, that info, they don't want that information in the public domain. Okay, and, and are they also trying to intimidate those people somewhat? They're trying to intimidate them and they're okay. trying to make matter of, of now it's, a, you know, an ongoing court case and, you know, you're not supposed to release information that's part of a, a, a lawsuit that's being, mm-hmm. you know, currently, 
uh, you know, adjudicated or whatever right. you call it's it. It's a legal so, maneuver basically to shut it, them up. Maneuver, and it's, 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 it's strong arming, it's bullying. And they're trying, they're, it's damage control mm -hmm. because the people they subpoenaed are people that have some really bad dirt on the NRA. And uh, they're, they're, they're wanting them to produce these documents and stuff that, that shows this dirt uh, because the NRA is trying to force their hand to see just how much bad information there is out there. And they're trying to silence those with that information. Mm -hmm. These are people that worked inside the NRA for a number of years. Rob Pincus worked very closely with the NRA for a number of years before he finally realized, you know, what a what a, you know, scam company it is. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's when he became quite vocal and, and started speaking out against them. And that's one of the reasons I suspect he got subpoenaed okay. because he has a lot of, of skeletons in the closet he could point to. Yeah. So this is going to get deeper. This isn't by no way um, over. No, the point. NRA screwed. And it's, yeah. it's got such in-up management. Uh, yeah, they very well could lose their charter any day now in New York, which would be forcibly dissolve them as a company and they would go away. Mm -hmm. uh, and and it, it could be so bad as that they would do that and it, it could force a sale of the NRA and Bloomberg could swoop in and buy the NRA. Hmm. So, I mean, it, it, it's pretty bad the situation they're in right now. Um, the IRS is after them. They could lose their nonprofit status. There's a whole bunch of shady stuff that Wayne LaPierre tried to expense. I mean, it's just it, it's it's bad. It's really, really bad. And it's all trickling out. Mm -hmm. And it, but it's what we've been saying for years. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's a it's a corrupt organization that doesn't give two craps about your rights. They use them as bargaining chips so they can, you know, make a handful of people filthy rich and very powerful. Yeah. And. You know, Charlton Heston, everybody loved Charlton Heston, but that guy flew around on private jets, spent, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on limousines and private jets when he traveled around the country because he was too good, you know, to sit even in first class with us, you know, pores. He, mm -hmm. he had to travel with private security details on Lear jets and have limos waiting for him everywhere. And wow. everybody's like, oh, we, I wish we had Charlton Heston back. Find me a picture of Charlton Heston with an AK. Oh, that's right. He did a radio interview where he said AK shouldn't be in the hands of civilians. <laughs> yeah um yeah we can get real deep joshua levy gave us a couple of bucks he says i'm no fan of the nra but didn't they sue over the 86 ban no they caused it <laughs> okay so um i don't think i have the graphic on my no if you actually look into it so that's the firearm owners protection act that went through and, and the Hughes Amendment was tacked onto it as a poison pill to kill the firearm owners protection act mm -hmm. and the nra went to president uh, uh, Reagan. And at that time it was Wayne LaPierre. He was a lobbyist then. And he went to the president and said, sign this, just sign it, accept the Hughes amendment. The NRA will, will sue. This will never stand in court. They can't take away machine guns like that. We'll sue. We'll, we'll make it go away, but just go ahead and sign the firearm owners protection act and, and include the Hughes amendment. And then they never once went to court, never once challenged it, never lifted a finger. Mm -hmm. uh, and I have a screenshot of the, the NRA newspaper of the time of them, you know, Wayne LaPierre and a couple of the guys, you know, gleefully walking off the, the, the steps of the, you know, the Senate or the, the house mm -hmm. and, you know, all proud of themselves after what they had done. And no, they, they caused the 86 machine gun ban and they promised to get it overturned and they never lifted a finger. And they won't because Marion Hammer, a former president and current lobbyist of the NRA, who is also paid currently by the NRA, yeah. came forth and said that the NRA never wanted you to have machine guns. Right. I think she got paid and, and some of the stuff I saw, uh, like over 600000 just for consulting or um, lobbying no, fees or something it, it, like that. 
those rats are, are, are all they're doing is paying themselves a bunch of money under the table, left, right, and center, and it'll all come out. It's unfortunate, you know, it, I mean, it, I, I wish the NRA is what, I wish the NRA was what everybody thought it was mm-hmm. because that, it, it would truly be an asset in, in, in our struggle to maintain and, and reclaim our second amendment rights. But the NRA doesn't care about your rights. Mm-hmm. They never have. All they want you to do is keep giving them money so Wayne LaPierre can eat caviar and fly around on private jets and spend $39,000 on suits and go to Russia and the Bahamas and everything else on your dime. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's horrific what they do. Yeah. So uh, here, let me um, switch over a little bit here just so we can cover a couple of things. I'm trying to find the um, article that I sent you because I wanted to talk about um, United Sporting Companies. So uh, we briefly spoke about that in the intro. But I'll, I'll go over it again. I'll throw it up here for everyone. So this is a uh, – you can find it on the truth about guns. But basically, this is a, a one of the bigger companies out there that filed for bankruptcy. So here's the headline. Truth about guns says, after betting big on guns in 2016, United Sporting Companies files for Chapter 11. Uh, United Sporting Companies, a large firearms distributor whose roots – date back uh, to the Great Depression, filed for bankruptcy protection on Monday, and said it plans to liquidate, hurt by falling sales after President Donald Trump was elected, and as Dick Sporting Goods, Inc. Uh, began to move away from firearms. Um, United owns longtime distributor Ellett Brothers, which is embroiled in a lawsuit over allegations that the parent company drained it of cash. United also bought some of the remaining assets of bankrupt distributor AccuSport a year ago. Um, and then there's some other companies that they own. Basically, these guys had the Hillary plan, right? Back in yeah. 2016, let's buy a bunch of AR-15s. We'll just be able to sell them, you know, for 2000 bucks or whatever things were going for when we had the firearm again back in 2013. So they stacked up on it, and then they were just waiting for Hillary to win instead of fighting for the Second Amendment, getting out there yep. and, and trying to do something about this. But then it di- that didn't happen. Yep. I, so. I remember... You know, we had a, a still do have a small gun shop. And I remember during the election, you know, we had to have a meeting and we said, you know, look, if if Hillary wins. So in, in, in retail, if you have too much product that can kill your business and if you have too little product that can kill your business. Mm-hmm. So you're always trying to, to find strike that balance. Right. So if Hillary had won, there would be a run on guns and ammunition and we as a dealer would have empty shelves and that would put us out of business. Mm-hmm. But if Trump won, then there would be plenty of guns because nobody would there would be no run on guns. Right. So there were people out there making bets that that they were listening to the media and every poll was wrong that said Hillary was a clear victor in in the the coming presidential election. So a lot of companies made bad decisions. We we decided, you know, we're just going to maintain buying guns at the rate that we buy as fast as we can sell them. We're not going to overstock because Hillary might win mm-hmm. and we're just going to roll the dice. And if, if she wins, we'll just deal with it when, when that you know happens, if she does. And so, but I saw gun dealers out there making posts like, I hope Hillary wins because it will guarantee me another eight years of sales. Shameful. It's like, <laughs> no, what that means is in eight years, you're going to be selling single shot pistols and rifles. Yeah. You know, uh, my rights, I'd rather have, you know, a, a, a bad couple of years financially as a business than to have no business at all and no rights at all. Yeah. So, yeah, you uh, know, um, so I'm an FFL. I don't know if you know that, but uh, Lola and I have been um, FFL SOTs for a couple of years now, um, probably going back to right before the elections. 
And yeah. um, I remember going through that, having that same talk. We're, we're like a small mom and pop or, you know, uh, like home-based uh, FFL. So mm -hmm. we had that conversation because there were lots of people who were in the business saying, just go out and buy every lower that you can, man. And, and I was thinking to myself, first of all, we had this back in 2013. There's, there's no way something like that can repeat again. It can't, it's not gonna repeat that quickly, right? Because you had all these people that went out there and bought things, they bought things overpriced, they did it with credit and stuff like that. You know, it's it's very difficult to have that happen quick, like very in a very short time space. But the real big thing to me was if I really believed that Hillary was gonna win and then start attacking guns, my money would be spent better spent on other things instead of trying to go out there and rack up these things that more than likely she's just going to come into office and go guess what you can't you can't have this anymore yeah you sure know? you can have a whole bunch of inventory she bans that you yeah. can't do anything with except yeah. like bump stocks destroy yeah yeah i mean being in the firearms business is a very volatile thing which sucks because it's a constitutionally protected right mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's like saying can you imagine if you owned a newspaper and every day you went to work, you're like, oh, man, the government may shut us down any day. <laughs> That's literally what we do in the yeah. Second Amendment community. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I can, every morning I wake up and look at my phone to see if I still have a YouTube channel, an Instagram account, you know, a Facebook page. Because at any moment, yeah. you know, the, they, they can turn us off. They, yeah. they, they don't agree with our politics and they and, and our, our and it's not even our politics. It's just our belief in, in our constitutional rights. Yeah. The crazy thing about it is that it is covered by the Constitution. Your phones aren't covered by that. No. You know, but if if all of a sudden the phones went away or the Internet went away, um, I think we would see rioting in the streets. It would be a zombie apocalypse. But something oh, that's yeah. covered by the Constitution, it's so weird that the people that have something that's covered by the Constitution have to live in fear. It's like, what if the newspapers were worried about that? Yeah, it'd be a whole it'd be a completely different story. It, it's anything but firearms. Mm -hmm. uh, when it goes back to the bump stock case that I'm involved in, you know, we would have been given a stay if it was a, an issue, anything other than firearms. Mm -hmm. If it was the First Amendment issue, if it was an abortion issue, mm -hmm. if it was, you know, any other issue, we would have been given a stay until the courts decided whether or not, you know, the bump stock ban was legal. Mm -hmm. But because it was related to firearms, even the SCOTUS said, no, yeah. surrender, destroy them. Yeah. And then court and, you know, you little just go fight for your thing and the court will decide against you and you know just shut up and go away pay your taxes mm -hmm. yeah it's it's bad man do you think we're going to see other companies um going into the same thing i mean i think this when i was looking at the numbers here it was like 270 million dollars or something like that it, it tied up here so i'm not going to say that's the biggest i'm sure there's companies out there with uh, carrying more debt than that but that's a lot it is. So. And it, it's already put a lot of companies out of business. We called it the Trump slump. Mm -hmm. You know, when, when he won, gun sales stopped for almost the first year. Mm -hmm. People were, so, had, were eight years of panic buying under Obama. You know, they'd maxed their cards out. They had acquired a, a collections of guns, that they, buying things they didn't even really want, yeah. but they were buying for a lifetime in their minds. Yeah. And so then when, you know, Trump got in office, everybody, gun owners as, as a whole, Anytime a Republican gets elected, they just go to sleep. Mm -hmm. They pretend like that Republican is going to protect their rights. And almost all the bad gun laws that have passed have done under have done so under Republican leadership because gun owners just for whatever stupid reason think that Republicans have their best interests in mind and they're all pro Second Amendment. And they're not. They're Republicans and Democrats. Both are anti-gun. Mm -hmm. So we were active, though. We were active uh, when when Obama was in the White House. It seems like we need some kind of enemy out there 
Well, that's to, just to, it. To, to when, bring when a fear. Democrat gun owners are scared of Democrats. Yeah. They're not scared of Republicans. Right. And the reality is, is they need to be scared of both because Reagan gave us the 86 machine gun ban. You know, Bush 41 gave us the 89 import ban. You got Trump. He's done more damage in three years than Obama did in eight. It was not for a lack of trying by Obama. Mm-hmm. It's just because gun owners were politically active when he was president. Mm-hmm. But Trump, the bump stock ban, you know, he's got his sights set on suppressors. And if he gets reelected, God knows what he'll go after then. Mm-hmm. You know, Republicans yeah. aren't, aren't our friends automatically. You cannot assume Republican means pro-gun because historically speaking, that's not the case. It's not true. Yeah. Yeah, I always worry about whoever is in power, man. It doesn't matter to me. I don't care what they have I, at the I don't end like of the politics day. In general, people yeah. ask me what party are you affiliated with, and I say I, I'm a registered Republican in my state because if I want to vote in a primary, I have to pick one of the two major parties. Yeah, I can't vote in a primary as libertarian. Yeah, Florida has so, that craziness. Also, um, I know. So, so we were we stayed we were Democrats for a while. You know, I'm from New York, so yeah, you can go ahead and. Put me in that Democrat category, but when I moved here, time, Democrats, I mean, were were actually good. I mean, you go back to JFK and before. I mean, Democrats weren't always the the far left socialist lunatics that they are today. Yeah, well, that's not. The, here's the reason why. Remember, I'm an immigrant, so you know, being like someone that came from another country, I grew up in New York. That's what I did when I got my citizenship back in uh, 2003. I was living in New Jersey. Now, when I moved to Florida and I started learning, you know, learning about guns and all that kind of stuff, the Second Amendment, when I really started digging into it, I wanted to change, but I wanted to go independent. Florida has that same law you're talking about. As a matter of fact, Lola switched um, to independent. And what happened is every time we had a primary, I could vote. She couldn't vote on anything unless there was an independent running. So I would just I just stay because to me, it didn't matter what it was. I stayed at that for a long time. Uh, This last election, I actually switched it over to Republican you know, because I was like, OK, uh, I, yeah. I was too ashamed I, I to, to have that D thing anymore. But, you know, yeah. I just said I just do it because I have to pick one. They're both bad. Yeah. So I just picked one that's maybe yeah. a little not as bad as the other one. I mean, right. they're, they're both. They're terrible. Equally. Yeah, they're terrible. So and then whenever we have this conversation, we had this conversation last week. Right. This is yeah. we're going to probably have this next week again. Someone sends me a message or starts, you know, hit me up on social. So you're, you're going to vote for Bernie? <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, this is all, like I'm going to vote. Uh, I don't know about anyone else, but I know what my family gave up, what we went through to be here in America and what it took for me to become a citizen. So I'm voting no matter what. I think it's really important to vote, especially when it comes to local stuff. When it comes to the president, uh, I'm still I'm going to vote for that. But I right now I'm at the point where I couldn't based on what's happened with Trump. I couldn't vote for Trump. That doesn't mean I'm going to vote for Bernie or anyone else that's out there. Um, That's why even like last week we actually had on um, we had on someone from the uh, Libertarian Party, Adam Kokesh. I don't know if you I, I don't think you know who that is, probably. Um, He's the guy. Do you ever remember in the news there was a guy that was in front of the uh, Capitol in D.C. with a shotgun and he loaded it? Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Adam Kokesh. He was here on the show. He's running as a libertarian for president in 2020. Um, He's a Marine. Um, he's lost his gun rights, though. <laughs> leading, oh yeah, after he's a felon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After all that stuff, he lost his gun rights. He's very interesting. You know, I'm not saying I'm going to vote for him either because the the gist of him coming on here is he said when he wins, uh, his first act is going to be to dismantle uh, government. 
in America, but he said that's going to take like it, it, 10 it, years. Yeah, he says he understands how the presidency works. No, I think. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't think he was. I don't think he's actually serious about winning, but I think he's making some good points. Like even what you were saying when you came on that the government's not supposed to be this big. Right. It's you know? not. Yeah, we need to we need to reassert states rights and we need to put the federal government back in its box. Yeah, the federal government needs to come to the states, the states which should voluntarily support the federal government um, and, and being taxed at the state level. I'm fine with I am not fine with income tax at the federal level. It's unconstitutional. They had to pass an amendment to get it to to to, to do it. And and I'm not even, you know, satisfied in how that vote was conducted. So yeah. I, I am totally again. I think taxation is theft. And I, at the federal level, the federal government, in my mind, has no right to tax me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And that leaves it to the states. And that goes back to the, uh, one of the core principles of, of America is competition, free markets. Mm-hmm. So if I don't like the laws of Indiana, I'll move to Florida. Mm-hmm. And if enough people leave Indiana, then they're going to change their laws. You know, if they have high taxes, they're going to lower them, try to get people to come back and get businesses to come back. It's that competition. It's when you take away the competition, you have socialism and everything is all flat and equal and nobody's rich, nobody's poor and there's no middle class. Everybody's the same. There's no innovation. There's no freedom. There's no nothing. Mm -hmm. And so what I want is the federal government put back in its box and I want the states having all the power. And then if I don't like the state I'm in, I'm going to vote with my wallet and I'm going to move to a state that has laws and taxes and schools and whatnot that that are favorable to me, mm-hmm. that I want. And it, and that is how our, our republic was intended to be. And they've totally neutered it and, and screwed it up. And now we got the Democrats going out there saying they want to get rid of the Electoral College. And the millennials don't even understand the importance of the Electoral College. Mm-hmm. Also, they think and, that's going to benefit them. And then once they do that, America will become a socialist crap hole just like Venezuela. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll do it. They'll get it through because I don't even think – I don't know. I, I haven't obviously been to high school in a long time, but I'd be surprised if they even teach what the Electoral College is and the importance of it in our republic because they're still teaching students today that we live in a democracy, which is complete and utter horseshit. I mean, pardon my French. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, when Trump was overseas giving a D-Day speech, he for once referred to our country as a republic. I was blown away. Both mm-hmm. me and Jason were listening to it on the radio. We're driving out to film. We're like, he actually said republic because every single politician on the planet, well, in the United States, says we live in a democracy. They want a democracy. Mm-hmm. That would be eliminating the electoral college. He had a they good speechwriter for sure, man. <laughs> they want the mob to be able to oppose their will on, on the others. But our founding fathers put a safety measure in there called the electoral college that keeps Chicago from governing you know, Valparaiso, Indiana mm-hmm. with its politics. Yeah. And that's the electoral college. It's an important checks and balance in our republic. We don't have a democracy. I don't want a democracy. It's basically anarchy. And mm. I don't want that yeah. because it doesn't work. So let me ask you this. I'm not trying to get you to tell people how to vote because I don't believe in that. Everyone needs to make up their mind. Can you give us a little bit of like what would what would Mac do? How would you think not how would you vote, but how would you approach this whole thing and think about it as we near that, you know, mm. The two, it's not heated up yet, but it's going to happen. So, so, so here, here, here's how I approach every election. I don't vote for anybody. I vote against somebody. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I would vote against Biden. He's an idiot. I'd vote against Bernie because he's a communist, and I think he should be. You know, never mind. Yeah, I he wants it. to make us a socialist democracy, whatever. Right. Yeah. Well, he's just communist. I mean, he's just straight up. The yeah. man did his honeymoon in the '80s in Moscow. 
I mean, back then you get blackballed, wouldn't even be let back in the country. How did he pull that off? The man is, no a, is a communist, mm-hmm. and, and and he wants to make us all communists. Right. Um, I, I would vote against him. Mm-hmm. So the reality is Trump is probably the only candidate running that has a chance of beating. If we if we vote third party, there's not enough people that are going to vote third party because American politi- politics has been distilled down to basically the equivalent of a sports game. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you either support the Mets or you support yeah. you know the Yankees, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 it, you're yeah. a diehard Mets fan or you're a diehard Yankees. Yeah. You're fan. the white hat or you're the white hat or the black hat or whatever the nonsense. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. and that's what American politics have been reduced to. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to convince enough Republicans or Democrats to vote third party because they're diehard. Man, I've been a Democrat my entire life. I've been a Republican my entire life. So we're locked into unless we take some sort of, you know, uh, we get a, a convention of the states together and we we forcibly disband the two party system mm-hmm. and make it illegal or force a third party or fourth party in to as a checks and balance. Uh, we're just kind of screwed. So if 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 you don't vote for Trump, you're pretty much giving your vote to whoever the Democrats put up. Mm-hmm. Right. So. If I take a look at what Trump's done, he's done a lot of good in terms of trade. He's done a lot of good in terms of, of, of the economy. We've had lowest numbers in terms of, of job, uh, of uh, 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 unemployment in like 50 years. He's done good stuff. Mm-hmm. It comes to stuff you and I care about, the Second Amendment, he's been crapping all over us. Mm-hmm. So I have to think bigger picture. Yeah. Also, he, he's going to theoretically, he's going to get to put in at least one other Supreme Court, right? Sit someone but, on the Supreme Court, maybe. I don't know. I don't know that it's done anything, but he's put he's put like uh, what is it? Two people in there already. Two people so far. Yeah. Yeah. So, so and, is, and or is that that's not a that's not a part okay. of okay. Neither one of them are Scalia's, okay. and he's only kind of sort of pro two way. Okay, so that's not so the the Supreme Court is not so part of the equation. Appointments. Mm-hmm. And and neither one of them have a strong Second Amendment record that that you can find anywhere. Okay. All right. If if, if well, I mean, take a look what they did mm-hmm. uh, with the Kettler case. Mm-hmm. They voted. I, I, I would like to see what their votes were. I'm assuming they voted not to hear it. Yeah. Well, also, so, the Trump administration asked them not to take it up. So see, there you go. They politicized so. the courts. And that 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 in and of itself is 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 a major, major problem for our republic. Mm-hmm. When the courts are politicized, we're done as a nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And politicized. Yeah. So this this is something that we all have to think about, no matter what it comes down to. I know I'm going to vote. Uh, oh, I vote every yeah, yeah, I vote every election. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you don't vote, you have no right to complain. Yeah, absolutely. Let me throw this super chat up here. Um, this is from DCG 44s. Um, he says uh, USC thing involved fraud by the holding company of Elliot and Jerry's, not economic um, issues. Um, I think it's multiple things with that. Yeah, I'm not following it all that closely. Yeah. All I know is during this next election run up, I'm not going to, you know, as as uh, a shareholder in a gun store, I'm not going to recommend to my business partner we go out and buy a bunch of guns yeah. in case, you know, whoever the front runner is, you know, gets elected as a Democrat. It just you can't, man. Yeah, that's that, that, that's that's not a good idea. Here's where I think people should invest uh, people in the industry, not just the stores invest on making people aware of what's going on. Yeah, get active in your communities. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 and at, at gun store levels, gun stores should be active in their communities. They should be going to charity events that are held locally mm-hmm. and doing all sorts of stuff and make themselves like we have um, 
uh, a cruise night here in town and it draws in hundreds of cars and, and, and hundreds and hundreds of people. It fills up a massive area every Friday night and copper customs there with the table. Awesome. Yeah. So, you know, we're out there actively involved with the community talking to those folks, firearms, yeah. letting people know that, Hey, you know, we're all gun owners. You're among gun owners. When you're at a car cruise, there's a good chance 30% of the people there are more carrying a firearm. Yeah. And it's normal. Yeah. And, and we're trying to help at least in our own community. And we all need to do that because that's how we maintain our culture. We have to be actively involved in our local communities. Mm-hmm. And if we're not, we're going to lose our culture. We're going to lose our rights. We're going to lose our country. Yeah. So and now here's one of the things I noticed. Um, there were a couple of marches um, last year when we got this terrible gun control stuff here in Florida uh, on the state house. And uh, there weren't a lot of people that showed up. And the biggest thing missing from that were gun stores. That's amazing to me. It was so, amazing to me. I couldn't believe it. Every gun store. I, okay, I'm not. Okay, I shouldn't say every gun store in Florida should show up, but they should be. They should be massively represented because these are things that directly affect them. But yet they didn't show up. Yep. Even in our gun store, we took a political position which could harm our own business. But when we were electing a sheriff the last time around, mm-hmm. we campaigned for the program sheriff. Mm-hmm. But the guy running for sheriff, unfortunately, yeah. lost like, only lost by less than 100 votes, I think. But um, but, you know, so now the sheriff's department has the Democrat in it and he's anti-gun. And, you know, yeah, by us a- actually campaigning for his opponent, he doesn't want to do business with us. Yeah, that's you know? always a problem. So, yeah, but, but we don't care. Mm-hmm. We have to do what's right. Mm-hmm. Right. So you, you, you have to prioritize things. Profits and freedom. Mm-hmm. Right. Freedom trumps all. Mm-hmm. If, if I had to live in a cardboard box, I'd rather live as a free man in a cardboard box than live rich and have zero rights. If you're not free, you're not going to be able to have that money anyway. We're going to be living Yeah. I mean, but it's 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 to me, there's a greater good. And look, our time on this planet's finite. Right. Mm-hmm. We, we don't live forever. Mm-hmm. And my my thing is, is I have three children and I want to leave this country in a better place than what I found it. Mm-hmm. And and. You know, I'm scared to death that my kids are going to wind up living in a socialist cesspool like Venezuela because of Bernie Sanders is going to get elected and more AOCs are going to get elected. And this this nation is going to fall. All great nations fall. Mm-hmm. All of them fall. And my children may live to see that fall. Hell, I may live to see it. And and that 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 really does scare me, man. Yeah. And, you know, that's when we wanna... need the patri- the the patriots to like stand up, man. At that point, you know, um, it can fall, it's but it can rise again. It gets crossed, and we have to invoke the Second Amendment, and we have to take our government back mm-hmm. because. But everybody, everybody has a different mindset of what that line is. Yeah. Right. I've talked to folks that said, "Man, if they ban suppressors, I, I'm 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 calling everybody I know, and we're making a stand. They're not they're not taking my suppressors away." Mm-hmm. That's that's that particular person's stand. Mm-hmm. You know, other people say if they ever pass another assault weapons ban and and they they do confiscation, that's my line in the sand. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I'm gonna you know go someplace and we're gonna bunker up and we're gonna fight and we're not gonna give them up. Everybody has that line in the sand, um, and it seems like it's all over the place. Yeah, that's the problem. Brandon Herrera, the AK guy. I don't know. You should know Brandon Herrera. I don't- yeah. yeah, he says uh, the idea that gun stores would be afraid of opposing gun control <laughs> blows my mind. You know what's funny, Mac? There's lots of um, on top. Before you answer that, there's also lots of manufacturers in Florida. Didn't see the didn't I didn't see one manufacturer at those things. That's unreal. So 
That's worse. I, I saw I saw like two gun stores out of all the gun stores in Florida, but I saw zero manufacturers. And you have a bunch of them. Yeah, there's a ton of manufacturers here. Even some that, you know, uh, get out there and talk like they're all super 2A. And as a matter of fact, I've spoken to some of them um, at SHOT Show, for example. I was talking to uh, one of them. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I want to bring up their name because that's not really super important here. But um, I was talking to them about the gun control that went into effect in Florida. And they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, they don't care, man. Yeah. And, and so so you have profiteers that see an opportunity to make money in the firearm space. And then you have true activists like ourselves that that it, it's more than just, you know, it's 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 all encompassing for us. Like I wake up every day thinking about firearms and the second amendment and freedom and first amendment and constitutional rights. And mm -hmm. there's some people that just don't care. They wake up and think, Oh man, bears game tonight. Mm -hmm. and they don't, they don't care about anything bigger than that. What's the, what's the reason for, what's the reason for that? McDonald's runs out of cheese for their cheeseburger. Yeah. But what is the reason for that? I mean, I know for me, I think about this a lot because I, I was born in a third world country. It's a socialist country. They pretend to be whatever. But this is it's basically a socialist country. That's why my parents left. Um, they understood that. And I've lived in places like Nigeria. I've, I've even lived in England. So I, I know what comes out of all of this stuff. And that's what really, really worries me, right? I don't want to go back and live in any of those places I've lived in or traveled in the world. Um, so what, what allowed our nation to become so powerful and so great in the beginning? Mm -hmm. You know, we... we when when we founded the nation, we had oceans on both sides and we had made peace with our northern and southern neighbors. Right. So we established our nation. We made peace with our, our two neighbors and we had oceans apart from all the hostilities that have been going on for thousands of years in Europe mm -hmm. and other places in all every major continent. You know, Asia, Africa, Europe, all of them have been in, in, in endless wars mm -hmm. and we were somewhat shielded from that. And to this day, we're still shielded from that. And and so it's kind of like we're Rome. Rome got so big, it didn't really have any adversaries except the Germanic tribes and, and the barbarians. The, the people in Rome stopped worrying about being good soldiers and, and fighting for the Republic. And they started worrying about the arts and, you know, fine dining and making nice wine and how lavishly they could live. And next thing you know, they're overrun by a bunch of barbarians. So it, it, that's what's happening to us is we've become so powerful because 2% or 3% of our population steps up and says, you know, I'll serve mm -hmm. that the rest of the people that benefit from those men and women that stand on that wall and protect our, what freedom we have left, the people that are being protected, they're like, wow, man, let's go get a cup of coffee and watch a movie. Mm -hmm. They don't worry about the people that are over fighting and dying in Afghanistan right now because of 9-11. They don't worry about that because they're shielded from it. There is no draft. And, and they can they can just live in a bubble and, and be free thinkers and be artists and be all these things other than productive members of society that actually contribute to the greater good of the republic, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so they don't care about their rights. Like, yeah. Oh, somebody used a suppressor to commit a crime. Yeah, just ban that. Yeah, what oh, do we need it for? Yeah. Right. You know, at, at one at one point we actually went so far as to ban alcohol. I mean, even in Europe they didn't do something that stupid. We did it in the 30s. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and spawned actually, spawned we, a lot we, of crime. John <laughs> did it actually. We did it in the twenties, but it, yeah. it but that stupid move gave rise to organized crime in the United States. To this day, we're still dealing with mm-hmm. from that one stupid move in the twenties. Yeah, I think uh, it's I think it all has to do with fear, and I'm not saying people should live in fear. I personally don't believe in in like you living in a constant state of fear. But fear is very important, though. That thing that you're talking about that a long time ago we would have had, right, when we were just like living in villages and stuff like that, we were thinking more about, man, what if some some dudes just show up outside the village, you know, or what if they show up here at night? We were thinking about it. It was the back of our mind. And someone did that. And we made sure there was someone out there looking right at night. There was someone that was out there vigilantly looking to see who was going to try to sneak up on us. And just now we, we don't have any kind of fear. No, are we are, are the, the the generation now, um, you know, they don't need to hunt. They they're just go to the supermarket. They think meat grows on trees, apparently, and it's packaged somewhere. They, they have no idea that an animal actually dies and somebody's actually killing it for them. To them, they're just completely they're repulsed by their own food source. They, you know, they don't hunt. They they, you know, do everything other than actually something productive to further the republic. And there's, I'm not saying it's all Americans, but it's it's a growing number of Americans. They're just apathetic. Mm-hmm. All they care about is waking up, playing a video game, smoking some pot, and then hanging out with their friends at night. And and that's all they want to do. Mm-hmm. And, and generations previous to that thought, you know, no man, let's, you know, we there was national pride, and we're we're going to make America great. We're going to build, you know, towers. We're going to build ships. We're going to have a, a massive navy, and we're going to, you know, we're going to accomplish things. We're going to find cures for diseases, and we're going to do this. And they, there was this capitalistic drive to, to achieve. And that's back when they actually had sports where there were winners and losers, and people didn't get participation awards. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we're, 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 we're cultivating a generation of just wussies. Go ahead. What I want to say, I can't say. You know what I mean? But it's it, it's a bunch of soy boys. It's, yeah. a, it's just a bunch of pathetic lumps of flesh yeah. that do nothing. Yeah. Except leech off the society and the hard work of others. Yeah. If you and, never if you never take a blow, if you never take a blow, Bernie Sanders because yeah. they probably appreciate. Yeah, absolutely. If you never take a blow, right? If you if you're a person in your life, no one's ever punched you in the face. <laughs> You know, if you never take that blow, for a reason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I've I've had a couple. You know, if you never lose, if you don't lose something, you know, if you don't have to work hard for something, if you don't have to struggle, if you, I'm not trying to say that people shouldn't enjoy things. I'm not trying to say I'm a I'm a, I'm a creative person. I consider myself an artist somewhat. You know, uh, I'll say that I have some nice things, but but struggle is part of life. You know, I, I have that conversation with my boys all the time when they they're both in college and they ask me like, why why is it all our friends have to you know just drink all the time and be high all the time? And I say to them, that's because some people think that you have to like live up here all the time. You have to win all the time, and that's not life. It goes up and down, and you have to know how to be able to handle that. You're not always going to win. Things aren't always going to be fun or easy for you. You have to know how to uh, come up against those things and deal with it and, and survive through that and struggle and build things, and then you appreciate it when you're, when you're doing well. But you, yep. you can't be afraid to like lose everything and go right back down either, you know, because no. that's what makes you bend to people. Right. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, that's all you can do is try to pass those values on to our children. But, you know, people that think like we do are becoming more and more the minority because they're being lured in by people promising them free stuff. And and it's just it's just mind numbing. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, in my lifetime, 
I, I, I went from when America was at its mightiest, when we were one of two superpowers, then when the Soviet Union crumbled, we were the only superpower. Mm-hmm. And now you have Russia and China. Even during the Cold War, man, Russia and China didn't have good relations. Mm-hmm. Now Russia and China are aligning themselves against us. Collectively, their economies dwarf ours. Mm-hmm. We're screwed. Yeah, and, and they need us to buy stuff. They need us to buy stuff, right? This is the funny thing about all this. They need us to buy their stuff. They're not buying their own things. No, but but they also are, are stepping up onto the world stage to, to challenge our superiority. Mm-hmm. There was a time when America threatened to land the Marines, people like, oh yeah, okay, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's talk, let's, let's negotiate this out. Mm-hmm. But when that threat doesn't matter anymore because the enemy is much bigger and more powerful, both economically and militarily than you are, and you're no longer that superpower, now you have to bow to their whim because mm-hmm. then they're the ones that are gonna threaten you and you either say, eh, you know, let them make good on the threat or you they, you come to the negotiation table at a, at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. And we've lost that advantage because we have, you know, a, a bunch of a people that just simply don't care. They don't see the threat that China poses. They don't see the threat that Russia poses. They're just like, oh, let's all hug and be friends. And the Chinese and the Russians are like, yeah, let's let's hug and be friends. But they got a dagger they're about to stab you in the back with. But they're too stupid to see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's it's it, it, I can't believe we're heading into a second Cold War. And I guess we just don't have enough people alive to remember the first one. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Even in China, like I see these mega cities and stuff like that that they're building that there's people don't even want to live in. It's going to be interesting oh, to see how that all folds out. Do you like, know they, they completely erased Tiananmen Square? Mm-hmm. They just erased it. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Because that was a symbol of resistance to the communist regime. Mm-hmm. And so they just wiped it out. No more Tiananmen Square. Yeah. And if you want to get there, you can go to where it was, mm-hmm. but Tiananmen Square doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, no symbols like that. And then they replace that with a bunch of they, – they just build – bring famous buildings from other places around the world and put it up in cities. Like, yeah. It's revisionist it, history and it's erasing history. Yeah. And that's exactly the same thing that the Bernie Sanders supporters of this nation are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. They're going through and systematically doing like the Taliban does and erasing U.S. history. Mm-hmm. U.S. history doesn't have to be all roses. Yeah, the U.S. has done some really shit up stuff, mm-hmm. right? There's things, there are people that, that fought on the wrong side of, of, of arguments, and there's horrible things that we did to Native Americans, and there's, you know, the whole slavery issue. There's a whole bunch of crap that America did that was, we're not to be proud of, but you can't erase that history. You have to see it. You erase it, yeah. you're going to repeat it. Yes, yeah. You have to see it. You have to know why it was wrong. You have to know what it, you know, what it costs. What did it take to get out of that? That's the only way that you're going to be able to avoid that. If you if right. we come to a place in the world where like, um, you know, uh, uh, I think this was like a week ago, d- definitely uh, sometime last week, uh, we were celebrating D-Day. If you come to a place in the world where people forget that Auschwitz existed and they yeah. think that that's some kind of conspiracy, you know, yep. then we've got serious problems if they don't realize like what those guys that got on those ships you know, to, to storm the beaches of Normandy were facing that basically you're going to die. You're on this ship. This is the end of you. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, those, if, those, those, those brave guys w- w- stepped into withering German machine gun fire. Mm-hmm. I mean, they called it the greatest generation, and that's not to downplay our current soldiers and warfighters. Mm-hmm. But, you know, man, they didn't have very good medical field, you know, doctors and hospitals and stuff. I mean, they couldn't just life flight them to a, a, a you know, world-class 
medical place. Like my buddy, um, who's, who's my cameraman, you know, he got wounded by an IED in Mosul and, you know, he was quickly life flighted to, um, you know, a field hospital. They moved quickly to Germany where he could have proper medical attention. Mm -hmm. And, you know, None during two, he probably would be minus an eye and may not even be here. Yeah. But yeah. so, you know, things have changed, but um, yes, what what those what those soldiers did, and the and the support behind those soldiers, the nurses and the corpsmen, and all the other stuff that that helped all those people fight that those battles were were tremendously brave. But they had to mm -hmm. because fascism is socialism. I mean, there's really no difference between the two. Mm -hmm. It just goes by a different name. It's the National Socialist Workers Party. That's what the Nazis were. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and people lose sight of that. The, the, the Bernie Sanders of the world are modern day Hitlers. Mm -hmm. I mean, they might not have the same ideas about exterminating people because they're either, you know, of a certain race or certain political belief or a certain um, religion, but he has the same principles, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Everyone so, has to, when you're forcing everyone to think exactly the same way, that's basically the same thing. Yeah. When yeah. everybody gets the same car, is a lot of the same amount of food, lives in the exact same housing type blocks. So there's no there's no rich, there's no poor, there's no there's no desire to achieve. Yeah. It's just a desire to be equal. Everybody. I just yeah. want to. Nobody's I, beautiful. I, nobody's just, strong. My left and right. I yeah. don't ever want to achieve greater. Yeah. I just want to. I just want to be comfortable. Government make me comfortable. No, I'm a free market capitalist. I want the opportunity to go out there and earn the money to buy a bigger house, to earn the money to buy whatever, right? And that's what drives innovation. That's how we're going to find a cure for cancer. That's how we found cures for, you know, typhoid and, and, and malaria and, and, and all the other stuff that we've cured over the years. It wasn't because of socialism. It was because of free market capitalism that we were able to, to defeat these things and put men on the moon and all the other things that we've achieved, achieved as a nation that we never would have achieved if we were a, a socialist communist state. Mm -hmm. The other thing I'd like to say before we move on from this, too, is, um, you know, obviously there were people that were fighting back in, in Europe against the Nazis, right? Obviously, the people in France oh, yeah. and all that they were fighting back. Um, imagine, but still, the, what turned the tide here is, is these Americans that landed on the beach, right? And were willing to risk their lives and, and they came with guns and stuff like that. What happens in, in the world when you've got entire states, entire countries that are gun-free zones, and then other people out there that don't care about those things decide, yeah, we're taking this over right here. Yeah. What happens then? You can do. Yeah. yeah. How do you reverse that then? Yeah, it, it's, it, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah. How do you reverse those things? If people show up like on the beaches of Florida here and Florida is a gun-free zone and, and dudes yeah. just show up on the beach and they're like, hey, by the way, this is ours. Now what do you do? Yeah, well, you're not going to fight back, and that's that's originally what you know. After they attacked Pearl, Har the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor. You know, the admiral made a famous saying. The Japanese admiral is like, you know, if we invaded mainland, uh, well, he said, I think we may have woken a sleeping giant or something like that. Mm -hmm. But uh, there was a, a a Japanese general. My, my World War II history is off or failing me at the moment, yeah. but said, you know, we can never invade the American mainland because there would be a, a you know a, a rifleman behind every blade of grass. Mm -hmm. They they know that that that's the reason we had um, the CMP, the the Civilian Marksmanship Program. It was it was intended to take 
military rifles and make them available to civilians if they went and got the training on how to use them then here here's your m1 garand or here in in, in an ideal america here's your m16 and it was the same principle that the swiss still use so they take their military weapons home with them they get to keep them for life but now they're dealing with their own bs gun law but it's it's that's that's one of the things that made america great we were isolated by two oceans and we had a strong culture of you know men and women that would would take a stand that were armed that would defend this nation if need be mm-hmm. that's the militia yeah right yeah but you take the militia away and russia and china could just land on the shores and just steamroll new york what are they going to do beat them off with a bunch of you know dildos and bongs i mean what are they going to do i don't know they- <laughs> it's like this look if you if you're talking to some sjw's out there and they probably believe there's lots of folks out there that believe you shouldn't declaw cats right because if you do that and your cats are out there, they're not going to be able to defend them. This is a serious thing. They think yeah, this yeah. is a horrible thing to do, and I agree with them. What if you declaw yourself? What if you defang yourself, and then you right. don't have the ability, you don't have any claws anymore? Right. You know, That's the thing that people have to think about here. That's what we're up against. Not just uh, from invading people. There's things, there's, there's creatures that live around us that would take us over if we really allow that. I know people think, oh, that's a big stretch. It happens every day. The people are out there walking and something attacks them and they've got to hope that, you know, you see it in the news, right? This guy's a hero because he fought off a, a, a bobcat. I don't want to fight a bobcat. I want to shoot him. Yeah, I don't want to wrestle with him. I no. just want to shoot him and be on my way. Yeah, I don't want to fight him. I just want to put bullets in him. It's a, it's a cultural thing, though. It's it's Our children are being indoctrinated from grade school all the way up through college to believe that guns are bad, that you, know, you, you have constant efforts. I've even had medical professionals ask me, uh, you know, like when I went into the ER for stitches, the stupid questions I was asked down in uh, Georgia just blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, is your home a safe space? So what the hell kind of question is that? Mm-hmm. Well, you have to answer yes or no. Mm-hmm. And, the, and I, I was like, I, yes, my home's a safe space. You know? <laughs> what the hell is that? What's safe? You know, Where are we safe? I, I, I was just blown away because in Indiana, they don't ask you those stupid questions. But, yeah. you know, some of these weird states, you know, they'll, they'll ask you, are there any firearms in your home? Yeah. That's none of your damn business. But the, the point is, is, you know, people have come to view firearms as a liability, mm-hmm. not a tool for liberty. Right. And that's being taught to our children against my will and yours all the way through college. Yeah, there's a decided effort for the medical community to figure out whether or not we have guns. Okay, I'm going to take this. Here's a comment from Armin in Axis. He gave us a couple of uh, five bucks. He says, I was talking with a couple of recent high school grads that didn't know about D-Day or the concentration camps. I just shook my head. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and, and that's 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 on. They probably know about Game of Thrones or something, which hey, oh, yeah. I know about it too. But yeah, you should. Oh yeah, yeah. They they know that. And they can tell you what Kim Kardashian wore yesterday. Yeah. Um, it's it, it's 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 a cultural thing that that I don't know how we win because it's it's just gotten worse throughout my entire life, mm-hmm. where the school systems are teaching our children to be socialists yeah. and, and and to accept government oversight. But everyone... Help. Every- and what, another thing, you know, you're talking about what the Nazis did to the Jews, mm-hmm. but people don't talk about that all that often. People rarely talk about what Stalin did to his own people. Mm-hmm. He killed far more people than Hitler did in terms of extermination camps. Mm-hmm. You know, he did it for different reasons, mm-hmm. but Stalin murdered millions of people. Mm-hmm. Pol Pot murdered millions of people. Yeah, Che Guevara. 
millions of yeah. people. I mean, it's and, and, Idi Amin. And, yep, Idi Amin, <laughs> and all these actors that have murdered millions of their own people have one thing in common: they're socialist communists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when Sanders stands up and goes, "Oh, but wait, 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 we're not a, a socialist; we're a democratic socialist," like. Oh, that's like jumbo shrimp. It's an oxymoron. Mm-hmm. There is no good socialist. It it, it 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 always ends the same way: death, destruction, starvation, and a loss of rights. It never ends good for the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you, if you don't believe it, go ask Rob Ski. He he grew up in in communist Poland. He'll tell you how how much it sucked. You have your own stories. Yeah. Of what it's no like one who's up. really seen that wants to go back to that. That's crazy. Who, who has seen communism, socialism at work and wants to go back to that? A lot of these actors, you notice now, and, and I know we're like running over time, but uh, here's the thing. There's a whole bunch of actors now, American superheroes, actors are not even Americans playing those parts. They're all these British dudes, right? And dudes. And, and yeah. those guys are leaving England and coming here. They're leaving other parts of the world and coming here because where they live, they're taxed to death. You know, so yep. even they don't want that. Even they don't want that, and and yet we think somehow if we make the whole world like that's going to be awesome. You're going to have nowhere to run. Okay, I know I know that you you've been out doing a whole bunch of stuff, and we're over the nine o'clock hour. Do you want to take one more thing, or you want to wrap this up? Yeah, I mean, if you if you got a question there that, that you think is a good, we can do one more thing. Uh, we can wrap up. Yeah, there's one more up. thing. I'll sh- I'll just show this because um, I know we've l- probably talked a little bit about this. But um, I'll throw it up here uh, on the screen. Basically, uh, shooting. So this is what it says. This is on the Hill. Shooting victims could sue gun industry under Democrats' legislation. So I'll quickly read through that. But they've been trying to push bills like this for a long time. Congressional Democrats on Tuesday unveiled legislation that would grant victims of gun violence the right to sue members of the firearms industry, NPR reported. Uh, Well, first, you're going to have to show me an instance of gun violence because I have guns all around me and not a single one of them has ever committed an act of violence. I mean— how does an inanimate object commit an act of violence? Right. I don't so know. we have a law on the books right now that protects. So if they do that to firearms manufacturers, they open Pandora's box. So now every time somebody dies in a, in a, a, a Chevy Volt accident, you can go sh- sue Chevy for it. Yeah. They understand what they're doing. And their quest to, to, to take guns away just so they can have the feather in their cap, they're, they're going to open up Pandora's box that's going to put all businesses at jeopardy. And it could destroy all businesses. Mm-hmm. They're freaking idiots. It's insane. And anybody that supports it doesn't have two brain cells to rub together. Yeah. Where's the human responsibility in this? That's what I don't understand. The fact that they're well, even still just, floating this. That, that's just it. Is it we're, we're raising a generation of children to think that it's not my fault, it's somebody else's. I'm poor not because of my actions, but because of you did it to me. Mm-hmm. You're keeping me down. You're oppressing me. And, and you find any number of ways to say, oh, I would like to go get a job, but I can't because, you know, so-and-so has done this to me. Or, you know, it, there's always it's, – it's passing the buck and blaming somebody else. There's no sense of personal accountability in America anymore. Yeah. You, it, you, it, it's, it's dwindling. There are cer- certainly people that have it, but it, it's becoming fashionable just to blame somebody else. Mm-hmm. I can't achieve greatness because, you know, you know so-and-so, you know, my next-door neighbor, you know, yeah. won't let me. Yeah. If you think this is a good thing, then prepare yourself to have nothing because um, this isn't going to end anything like this. As Mac is saying, it's not going to end at guns if it happens. I I don't think there's any way that they can they can do something like this. But they're doing a lot of crap that they should have no way of doing. 
let them get rid of the electoral college and then you'll see stupid stuff like that passing and that's America's got 20 years tops and then mm-hmm. we'll be overrun by barbarians. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the Canadians could get drunk and pissed after a hockey game and just storm our borders and take us over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could happen. It could happen then. But everything I love our Canadian neighbors. <laughs> everything will get blamed for everything that happens. You'd have music being blamed. Video games are blamed. This guy read oh, this they book. Tried that when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. They they tried to blame video games for violence and and music for violence mm-hmm. and they had people playing records backwards looking for, you know, hidden lyrics and words and it, it's just insanity. Mm-hmm. It it's that 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 element's always been present in our society and and one thing that that I I discovered at a fairly young age is we went to my mom and I went to Washington D.C. and I went to my senator's office and the time was Bob Dole, and he wasn't there but I got to sit at his desk and eat M and M's out of a bowl and look at his walls and his wall all his walls were lined with bills that he sponsored or co-sponsored mm-hmm. and passed. Okay. And that I was young and I looked at my mom. And I saw all these bills and I looked at my mom and I said, every single one of these laws that he sponsored or co-sponsored and passed was another infringement on liberty. Mm-hmm. I would be more impressed if I walked into a senator's office and he had or she had a walls full of all the bills they undone. They killed, all yeah. <laughs> they undone. Right. Freedoms that were given back. Mm-hmm. That would impress me. I'm not impressed. It, when, when your job is to go to work every day and try to find another way to further restrict somebody's ability to do something that sucks yeah but but our our politicians pride themselves on how many laws they can pass we have a library of congress that's so stinking big it takes up a city block of laws most of which we don't even know exist Mm -hmm. but they'll use it against you when the time comes it's more laws yeah yeah it's fundamentally flawed yeah the thinking yeah absolutely here's my thing i think about politicians they're not in the business of solving problems. They're in the business of creating so many problems that you do you continue forever to think that you need them. Yeah, pretty much. You know, that enrich themselves and have power. Yeah, they're not here to simplify things, to fix things. They're here th- to make things more difficult and to keep making your life so difficult that you think you you cannot personally handle your life yourself. You need these guys to manage it for you. Then basically, that's slavery. So if yeah, if you're against slavery, that's slavery, you know. Yeah. So that's the thing. Okay, listen, man. I'm sure you're tired. I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want to keep you up. I know you've been going all day. Uh, we should probably wrap it up here. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I, I want to remind the fo- the folks who, if you're listening, if you're listening to this, I think we're just doing it on my channel today. If you're listening yeah. to this, uh, make sure you support Mac. He's on Patreon, but also make sure you're subscribed to Military Arms Channel. Are you are you at a million yet? You should know. Not there, man. Yeah, we got to get you to a million. If you have uh, Facebook or uh, it's FB, it's something, buddy. Right. Uh, you can kind of like track everybody's like subscriptions and stuff and where you stand based. We're all trending down. It's like YouTube has found another way through algorithms yeah. to squash all of our reach. Uh, some some creators that used to get 1,500 new subs a day are getting less than 200. Damn. Uh, yeah. And it just fell off like three or four weeks ago. It's like YouTube has found another algorithm to find a way to squash us. So it'll probably take me uh, five or six years to get the next 50,000 to make it to a million. So Yeah, we got to override that <laughs> somehow, guys. I want to see you get that, what is it, a golden thing or whatever? I want to see you machine gun that thing. 
Yeah, I'm going to tannerite it or something. <laughs> I want to see I, it I happen. I like find my silver one. I think I threw it in the trash. Oh, okay. But, <laughs> um, I, I've been looking for it. I don't know what I did with it because I was going to, you know, shoot it or something, but I can't find it. But when I do get the gold one, if I ever make it that far, if they don't, you know, deplatform us before then, yeah, I, I definitely will find something creative and entertaining to do with it. Okay, so how can people out there support you? For all the folks who are listening to this, just just either just go by military arms channel.com that'll point right to my youtube page uh in the description there's a link to patreon uh we're we're 100 viewer supported we don't take any money from the industry uh after adpocalypse happened we went to patreon as as kind of an emergency decision and we made a promise then like if you guys come over and support us on patreon we we will sever all ties with the industry and we'll be 100 viewer supported so far it's been working out for us and um and so that's that's what makes us us. Yeah. So we go out, we can, if you look at our Instagram page today, we're, we're out pointing out flaws in another SIG product. I don't have anything against SIG, but dang it, SIG, get your act together. But yeah. we can do that because we don't rely on SIGs giving us a paycheck um, and stuff like that. So yeah. uh, swing by, check out Patreon, and that's primarily how you can support us. Okay, cool. And by the way, I, I meant to ask you about the, uh, the carbine, the carbine chassis thing that you that copper custom has but i totally forgot about that next time do you have one do you have it's it was out um they were out playing around with it we have the actual production bodies coming in i think this week or next week okay uh one of the guys from copper was out at the range shooting pictures of it and shooting video of it and playing with it okay um so it's not in the building at the moment so but i'll I'll have it for our next our next live stream i'll be able to show it to everybody all right cool because i know there's some questions about that i know it's hit some of the blogs and stuff like that so people looking forward to that um for everyone out there if you want to support us uh we're on youtube this is uh lifestyles of the locked and loaded this is where we do the podcast i've got the regular hank strange channel we're putting up stuff there all the time um i'm also on patreon uh i haven't quite gotten to the point to the level that mac has you know we've got kind of like a uh, a mixture of th- of people that support us pe- some people on patreon we've got some uh some folks that sponsor the channel and a uh, lola strange too you know some money comes out of uh, lola's paycheck to help <laughs> Let's keep this going <laughs> so but listen it's all it's all good i appreciate everyone doing that uh we'll be back here tomorrow um, I think we've got Harry's holsters on the show, and then I'll figure out for Mac wins next time we're getting him back on. But if you follow Mac, you'll be able to keep up with everything that's going on with him. So, all right, yeah, thanks, Hank, that's, for having me on, man. Yeah, oh, it's and, uh, fun. Thanks for hug for me. Absolutely, will do. Stay right there. I'm gonna end it. Thanks a lot, everyone. Um, uh, let me drop. Let me drop my uh, end thing right here before I forget. Boom. There you go. Make sure you guys subscribe. Make sure you thumbs up. Make sure you ring the bell so you could be notified the next time that we're on and uh let's see that's pretty much it peace out see you guys we're out of here guys